Ho, 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 gamers. Wake up, because you're listening to Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Bob, you said you were going to bring the intro bit this time. Oh, no. Chris Wolfhard. He's just a neurodivergent miner. And Dr. Agro. E3, no! Here on Gigaboots. <laughs> what am I even fighting for? <laughs> Can I get the Mega Man X4 cutscene, but it's just him saying E3 over and over? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Thick Dimension 252. We're still on the digital set. Oh. This is the future. You all have to deal with it. Well, maybe not all of us are on the digital set. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I fucking oh, no. <laughs> Let's ask Windows. Hey, Windows. Chris went there back in is. to try to save E3. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay. Anyways, Chris, I'm, I'm glad you didn't go back in to save E3. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking worry about that. <laughs> brings out E3, and it looks like the Mexican alien from earlier this year. <laughs> it's just like, no, couldn't save it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're doing an N64 episode of Big Think Dimension, so when the frame rate's really low at the beginning, that's a stylistic choice, and you cannot judge us. Of course. I don't know. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Anyways, we got to do... We got to talk about games. Yeah. We got to talk about Bujinga. God. Hey, Bob. Hey. Do you have any thoughts on Bujinga? That really was rough. That was much worse than I expected. I, I know it's, it's like an apology is how your tone is starting up here. It was... Like, I should trust myself more, I guess, because that's one of the very few PS2 action games I bought and dropped. Just completely yeah. stopped playing it after one or two levels. It did always surprise me. Um, like, you're not one who drops games like that very easily. No. And that one had a really goofy intro that was a lot of fun. Gact is in it, which is funny in itself. It should be, yes. I, I don't know why it's this rough but uh i guess when you got all that cool mocap you don't want to ever stop it <laughs> so you cannot cancel out of any attacks mm -hmm. and they just have a whole bunch of systems that are really annoying to deal with and then for boss fights a lot of times they'll just ignore those systems and make a boss fight that's almost unplayable like that's how the second to last boss was i had a ton of trouble with him we were there like an hour and then I got to the final boss and killed him the first try because he used the systems of the game. Yeah, every time it throws a giant enemy at you, it doesn't integrate into because this is this is a weird action game, guys. It has it has ideas about how you do combat. There's mm -hmm. a push and pull with it. There's a defense gauge that has nodes that you upgrade to get more of so you can properly defend against a thing. Would you like to explain exactly how that works? Because even as a co-host, I don't feel so bold as sure. to say I can fully articulate exactly what's going on. Uh, basically, when you start clashing with an enemy, you both have a defense gauge, as Dan was talking about, that goes down. 
So if you're on the offensive, you are breaking down their defense gauge, but they can break out of it and start going on the offensive themselves, which will reduce yours. Um, you can also do things like jump out of it to uh, get behind the enemy and start attacking them again. And then if you get a, catch an enemy off guard, like from a different position, like as long as it's not straight on, you can just attack them. And that's the real goal, like trying to just get attacks and without get engaging with the defense gauge. Mm -hmm. Because overpowering the defense gauge is a lot of like, well, hopefully you just have a bigger number than them. And by the end of the game, unless you put all of your points into that stat first and foremost, you don't. Right. <laughs> and they also use this defense gauge for magic defense, which is really a weird system that hardly works. Like if they shoot a big magic attack at you and you face it directly like if you run into it directly forward you will start defending from it and can mash the square button to then shoot it back but if you aren't able to get it directly forward or if you don't have enough magic left to do anything with it sometimes it'll be hit anyway it's it's a system that doesn't work well at all no it, it looks absolutely miserable like they they definitely tried to make a unique action game mm -hmm. by coming up with these mechanic ideas of how it should be neat the problem is the game just feels really, really bad to play. Yeah, like these mechanics could be good in a good game, but unfortunately, they are, it, like most things in this game feel like there are a few passes from the final pass. Yeah. Like the platforming especially. Oh yeah, no, it's terrible. Ooh. This is a game where you push a direction, your character goes, okay, I've gotten the signal to turn that direction eventually. <laughs> and so they do this. And that's, that's just when you're trying to do mid-air glide attacks, like, well, not an attack, yeah, but attack. ability, and it will only go the way you're looking when you push the button. Right. You need to face directions in a very short amount of time. And there's actually, like, to do your glide, it's like a two seconds of holding the jump button after you jump. Yeah, so it's, imagine a double jump in a video game where you you press and hold the jump button and then it still takes two whole seconds. Yeah, yeah, he has to charge up. He does a full, he falls down a little bit and then he starts gliding forward. And they're trying to do like the, the wushu, like kung fu movie thing. Wushu, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it just doesn't work at all. I haven't seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but it's going to be a worse time now as the first viewing experience knowing it caused this game. <laughs> That's rough. That's rough. I just realized we never turned off the TV from playing Tekken 8. No. Because I could just barely see the tiniest. Right. So we're going to hear the jingle. Actually, that may have been too quiet for to pick up. That's yeah, great. Yeah, it's not like it was your washing machine. Or yeah, anything. it's not my washing machine, which has a full fucking, like, it, it came with sheets of music. <laughs> yes. It's a symphonic orchestra. There's a refrain to my clothes finishing drying. <laughs> I don't know why, but at the end of the day, it washes and dries my clothes real good. So I'm happy with it. Could you imagine they start doing that shit to refrigerators? Yeah. They're like, oh, your ice is frozen. Boo, 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 boo. Yeah, I don't know what he would even do for refrigerators. That's but the they, only thing I could think with, uh... of. I mean, I feel like any fridge that's going to do that, like that's a high-end Samsung, and it'd be like, do, 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 your ice machine is broken. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's okay though. You can still play Xbox via the cloud on the screen on the front. 
280p gaming at the speed of local broadband. I was going to get pickles, but now my ADD has robbed me of that directive and I am playing Fortnite. The future is great. Uh, so I will go ahead and do a recap of what I've discovered about this new setup and what, what specifically causes that problem. Okay. So if you've used Discord, you would know there are, there are like two different ways to send video. There's share screen and then there's turn on camera. Yeah. Okay. Don't turn on camera. <laughs> Just share the same fucking image off of your screen because it will not work. That's so weird. Uh, it it is so bad. It is so it, uh, uh, get this. It's so bad. Okay. Uh it's so bad that I stopped sharing the video at the OBS level. I turned off the virtual camera. Shared my screen in Discord. This did not meaningfully improve the render time, you know. It it brought up maybe from like down 1 millisecond, maybe 2. Uh-huh. But still we're dropping frames and I'm looking at it and I'm like that's that should hit 60 frames a second. I don't know why we're dropping frames. Then I notice in Discord, I did not turn off the camera that is sharing nothing. I click that one thing, it drops three milliseconds off the render time. We're now under 10 milliseconds and it stops dropping frames. I'm like, Discord, what did you do? It doesn't know. What are you doing over there? What is going on? So, anyways, uh, now you know if you're having problems with performance stuff where you need to share video in Discord, share the screen, don't make it a camera. Because it's not even the OBS level of making the virtual camera that will fuck you up. Apparently, it's just the camera being on. That is That doesn't make any sense. No. That literally makes no sense. Also, I forgot to update the thing to say uh, opening. Opening. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else to say about Bujin Guy. No, not really. Like it's, it's just fucking terrible, and uh, it really just became a brick wall at the end for about an hour and a half. Yeah, I think that it's probably the worst like PS2 action game I've beaten, which is crazy. Like, I think that, that has some neat art, some interesting stuff in it, but oh man, it just does not play well enough to be worth it. And this is bold, because anyone saying that, that sounds like a big thing, but Bob said that. You don't understand. <laughs> Bob has beaten a lot of PS2 action games. My threshold for I will stop playing you is far before his. Hours. Right. Sometimes entire games. Right. You wouldn't even go past the first level of Chaos Legion, I don't think. I think I made it to level two. Okay. I was like, this is neat. I see what it's doing. It sucks to play by. <laughs> but hey, you know, it's a lot more neat than Bujingai at the end of yes. the day. Uh, did you play anything other than Bujinka? I did play a few other things. Okay. Like what? Prove I, it. <laughs> I finished Sky 7, finally. So I went and did that. I did, I did not have that feature on for the double XP that Chris did. Okay. So uh, that explains why we had very different experiences. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, that's a really good story mode. Um, it's probably my favorite since four. Uh, oh, it wow. might be better. Yeah, than it's that. yeah, it's my favorite one since since three, probably. Why this year? Huh? Yeah, they actually right. <laughs> they actually do a, a, a good emotional core at the end. It doesn't it doesn't have a feel like forced in love story like some of them have done. Like a lot of them use as a big crutch. Um, and yeah, it's it's really good. And I think that I like. 
all the dumb things that they do of based on Japanese culture will stick with me. Like uh, one character being obsessed with sushi, which is what they call sushi. <laughs> and they yeah, have a because um... like Sioba. <laughs> Maybe I have yeah. your sushi little pocket. <laughs> God. Yeah, because the villain is uh, is Dimador Opener, as in a, a fusion of Commodore and Demon, who who literally he's literally <laughs> Demon Demon Matthew Perry, like he showed up to to Demon Japan and said, "Open, mm-hmm. right fucking now." So a lot of characters who aren't from those from the Hinomoto Netherworlds, which is what the region is called, are are massive otaku. And Fantastic. I really, I really like one of the main characters you get on your party is just an obvious Kenshin's master reference. With instead of <laughs> being the Batosai, she is. Uh, God, it's something really similar. Oh my God! Just gonna go buy Zesho Shai right now. <laughs> yeah, Zesho Zesho Shai. Yeah, it 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 rules. Mm-hmm. Why did they have did you to ha- come out this year? Where was it last year? I feel like look, 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 Dan. Just go, just go get the free DLC to give you double experience, and you can floss through the game in ten hours. Oh my God, he's right. <laughs> it's pretty true. Wow. I mean, that is an attractive sounding feature. You could, you could all, if you're really a sicko, you could give them three additional dollars and get ten times experience for the entire story mode. <laughs> <laughs> that's great i could turn it into a death stream at that point yeah, at a certain point you're not playing the game i think we've passed that point long ago that's, aggro that's not true at all the entire point of this guy is seeing numbers get bigger and then your brain releases well yeah like, like there's there, there's playing the game and then there's you know this is mainlining the base impulse that game is designed for. Chris is like, no, 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 fitness is all about this. And Agra's like, yeah, but I don't think we should uh, take the Bane Venom. <laughs> hey, if you want to say scrawny, that's your business that I shove the vial into my leg. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about the Bane Venom, Bob. <laughs> Uh, I was disappointed, though, that the post-story, the post-game, yeah. only seems to be two maps. Like, I finished those two last night as well. Yeah. Did you unlock the new dimension? I did not. Okay. So there's, there's, the, be... there's a thing in the... There's a thing in the... In the, um... The Dark Console? Dark Assembly that's like, unle- un- unlock this dimension. Okay. And then okay. I think that's more maps. That's probably true. Okay. I was like, this feels, like, weirdly just stopped. Spartan, it, yeah. Right. Uh, but they did unlock but I, other things I noticed, like <laughs> you could form a squad for flatty anger. It's like the more girls with flat chests are in the squad, the stronger they become. <laughs> oh yeah, my that's God, really your funny. justice score increases. <laughs> yes, it had the because what? every squad has a symbol. It's literally a plank of wood with a bikini <laughs> on it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, apparently the writer of this one had like, like joined the company between like six and this. Oh, so like they're very new and you can tell because like we went from, we went from lots of old anime references in the old game to them constantly just directly drawing the main character's master as Baki's dad. (laughs) Cause they have the between chapter things that are just parodies of anime like next time on disgaea 7 
And there's a lot of, we directly drew this character as this other anime character in those. Yeah, I, I feel like that's something that I I remember most vividly in the first Disgaea game. So to be back in full force here is kind of crazy. There, it's, it's always there, but this is like the most effort they've put into them in a while. I feel like normally there isn't as many drawings. Mm -hmm. And in this one, there's like three or four each time. <sighs> this is horrible. <laughs> you guys are killing me. I... <laughs> I, I'm glad I beat it because I had I added like 18 things to it to our categories like immediately. <laughs> right. Yeah. Of no, course. that is a game rich with that. <laughs> kind of the same reason that I need to go through the Xenoblade 3 DLC. Mm. Not only to is it is it just good, uh, it obviously has nominations. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so mad that nobody has ripped the portraits out of Disgaea 7 yet and just put them all up online. Oh. There, there, there's definitely some portraits from the character Pirilika that I just want to post at people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is the rancid otaku, so of course. Of course. Uh, she's, so yeah. she's also a Gyaru cat girl who is four feet tall. <laughs> <sighs> it's maybe too strong. Yeah, this is like the biggest cast in a Disgaea game, and there and there isn't a single one I don't like. I feel like in five you had the stupid rabbit girl who was so uninteresting. Oh god, and I couldn't had, even remember her. <laughs> and you had and you had the the pink the pink lady whose entire thing was money. And mm -hmm. I didn't really I I Disgaea Five's cast was just so mid. Yeah, I feel like that's the worst cast in any of them, but I haven't really played much of Six, so who knows? Maybe they one-up yeah, themselves that I, time. Yeah, I really like the main character's design in Six, but the, the gameplay is so so dripless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they just did that horrible release structure of Switch first and then $70, and then $70 off $70 PS4. Switch PS4. first only in America. Uh-huh. It was a crime. One they've learned At least from. they learned. Mm -hmm. They learned because this, this shit wasn't $70. Or Switch exclusive at first. Yeah, I still have to. I'm still going to have to wait a while because the season pass, which gives me all the stuff I want, of like, here's all the old characters coming back, is like forty yeah, bucks. Yeah, that's also how I feel about it. That'll make a great post game of the year. <laughs> did you did you did you kill the final boss in one hit? Yeah, of course. <laughs> See, I had to do that because he killed me in one hit the first time I fought him. <laughs> Because he has this move. Imagine, imagine like a, a tactical thing grid. It's like a cone that goes one, three, three, five, five, seven, seven. Whoa. So he so I I brought out all my guys far away from him. Like I'm I'm gonna buff up and then I'll kill him. I'll just, just have everybody hit him and kill him, kill him on the next turn. He went, I'm gonna walk forward and hit all 12 of your characters with this move. And I'm like, I have a hundred levels on you, and you still killed me. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I noticed he was really powerful in some other boss fight. I feel like the, the one before the final boss, he got the fight of a weaker version, and even that was able to like do some damage. So I was like, we're going to be back in a second. I just need to do a little bit of item world. <laughs> just a touch. Just a smidge. And then you get that, that thing that lets you do a, a special move twice, and it's over. Yeah, that's that's the that's the two step plan yes. ability that I lost my mind over. I like that I also just died laughing when that popped up. I was like, no, this is an emotional moment. What are you doing? 
two-step plan. Yeah, the two-step plan. What? <laughs> What's the problem with the phrase two-step plan? Do you have a problem with plans, Bob? Is that the problem? Clearly. What do you... I just don't even know with you. But yeah, that's uh, it's really good. I'm, I'm really glad that this guy is back and great. <laughs> I don't know if they could ever do this again. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what lies in the future for Disgaea? This one seemed obvious to be like, and then they'll have the comeback. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know past here, though. Yeah, I hope that they do some weird spinoff and then come back to Disgaea. Like, I feel like it can't be the one they're always doing, but I know that they're a company that's I mean, they do dying. release, they do release other, sh they don't, they, they, those spinoffs, or not spinoffs, but those other games just usually aren't tactical games anymore. Yeah, like those, like the, like like the labyrinth of uh, Galeria and the other the other one that's in the same franchise. Like those those even have the Disgaea artists, so they're obviously in a similar kind of uh, field. Yeah, I just every time I try them, they're like, oh, this isn't this isn't it though, because it's but they, also, all, they also make also the dungeon crawler and that sort of stuff, and I'm like, eh. Also, also Nipponichi Software almost went out of business like three times by making really poorly advised mobile games that nobody played. Uh huh. Yeah. So, and like, again, you can feel the savings in places in Disgaea 7. Like, right. the chapter that is, do the same map four times. It's like, you fight a guy on the map, and he's like, that's pretty good. Luckily, I'm immortal. Let's go again. And that happens four times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it, pretty it, funny. It, it works, though, but yeah. you can definitely tell that they save money. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's all I really got to say about it. Like, if you okay. like this guy at all, dude, jump back in. Like, this is it. Yeah, I was worried because I hadn't like truly heart of hearts enjoy like loved this guy game since four at the latest. Mm -hmm. But this one was this one, oh, this is great. Uh, what Man, else did you is, play? Isn't it mm -hmm. isn't it weird they only released one Disgaea game on the PS4? like it was new on the ps4 well it was like we we hit that the, the oh, I, japanese side nope. of the game industry really came back to life in 2017 on consoles and on full games yeah like, but 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 disgaea 5 came out in 2015 so it was early that jet what it came out alongside this oh yeah no it was before the switch no even. it was complete on the switch okay it was complete on the switch that's why i was like wait like switching to 3d like they had all those fumbles and then they had to switch to 3d for six mm -hmm. and i guess that took more time and then they luckily were able to get another one out in like two years after six or i guess yeah two years because it was 2021 mm -hmm. that it came out yeah. on the switch yeah okay so who knows yeah, hopefully they're back on the horse and it's, everything's fine. And everything's fine. Uh, what else did you play, Bob? Uh, I also played Tekken 8. Oh, the, the demo. Tekken 8 demo. Agro, you also played that. I did. And as I spoiled a moment ago, I also played that. Hey, that game looks really pretty. Yeah, that game looks insane. And it loads really quick. And they gave Kazuya new moves that are all very cool. Same with Jin. They do a ton of Kazuya stuff where he just transforms into devil mode. It's just that for a mm -hmm. while, mm -hmm. which is crazy. It's fucking sick. What a sick-ass video game. They added that mechanic with the R1 where mm -hmm. you're morbing out. Then <laughs> you mash it, and your opponent can hear you're just mashing it in order to do a combo. Right. Like, no. No, I'm not mashing, I swear. <laughs> I like that their idea of an auto combo is like a, a usable bar. 
Mm-hmm. It's like that's not just something you could do at any point. Right. Yeah. That, that's you can nice. expend it. Yeah, no, that is really neat. Um I would have pre-ordered that game when the demo asked me to, if not for the game of the year stuff hammering my wallet. Yeah. No, that's and and all the moving stuff. Yeah. Obviously. Like that that really put a damper on any funds I had. It's a one two punch for sure. Uh, I'm gonna get Tekken 7. Yeah, no, Tekken, Tekken, yeah. Tekken 8. Tekken, Tekken 8. Tekken 8. Tekken 8. is really good. I, I'm hyped. Yeah. No, it was it, awesome. It looks it so lo- nice. It loaded fast. It looked a million times better than 7. Yeah. Yeah. You can easily switch between stages and stuff too because it loads so fast. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, and they had special intros for certain characters. Like me and me and Dan Blink and Kazuya, we saw some a special intro. It seems like there are multiple intros just for regular characters. Like the, you'll see different things happen. Like I've seen a different where one more Paul drives up on his motorcycle, one where it punches the wall. Like they all have a lot of different things. And it can load between those things that are fully like a full wall loaded in for Paul to punch open. And then mm-hmm. that's just gone in a in millisecond, so you can start fighting. Yeah. Which is really nice. Yeah. Te- Tekken 8. Looks like it's going to be an even newer, even prettier Tekken game. I also booted up that arcade mode a little yeah. bit. That thing <laughs> is hilarious. And has it's some... great. Like, I felt like I needed my parents' permission before going on. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's the deal with it? It's literally plays these weird-looking avatars, which are somewhere like more high-resolution Xbox avatars. Okay, cool. Um... And they go around these actual arcades and they're like, oh man, Tekken 8 just came out. We got to play that. And the, the, uh, the weird story mode about these four friends going to arcades and playing Tekken 8. That's, you know, that's cool. I think a fighting game story mode that is functionally the same as the story mode of Pokemon TCG on the Game Boy mm-hmm. is pretty clever. And I'm surprised nobody has done that sooner. Yes, but the real meat of it is you are introduced to the villain slash main rival character. His name is Orochi, and <laughs> you'll you'll never. <laughs> He's Virgil with a hitbox. He's just Virgil with a hitbox strapped on like a purse. Yeah, yeah, it's like I, I think it would. I, I I do think it would be funny to just be like, no, no, no I I played I play only this one top tier character. <laughs> But yeah, I think I showed him playing Kazuya and he has like the Kazuya jacket. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I I would be interested in the Kazuya jacket, like either of them, if they weren't $10 million. Oh yeah, that, that thing's obviously a million dollars at least. Right. Like it's a millionaire it. jacket right. for a millionaire, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's made of snake skin and who knows what else are kind of weird creatures. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that second eight looks great. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a thing that it's like it's just in the demo and that if I write a few more uh, hateful and threatening emails to Harada, Eddie Gordo will totally be playable in the base game as soon as it launches. Wait, is Eddie Gordo not announced? Mm-mm. Oh my God, what? Yup. What? He, he's, he's the one big Tekken 3 character that's just not in. That's weird. They've left him uh, out in the base game before. Yeah, but usually there's like the replacement girl or something like that. Yeah, I haven't seen any obvious replacement yet. 
bizarre. I love this. I Google it. It's like Tekken 8 director responds to threats about Eddie Gordo. <laughs> Agro, you made the news <laughs> so quick. A, a dark day for people who don't really play Tekken, but just want to make the people who actually do play Tekken mad. Scrub quotes. <laughs> oh, I just can't find a way to counter this B or C tier character. Oh, he's so broken and overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't even think that. I just, I just, I have just no, ha, see, have been at way too many like gatherings where somebody's girlfriend who doesn't play video games picks Eddie Gordo and mashes and gets a lot of wins that she shouldn't. And this is multiple people at multiple different events. So that's what I associate Eddie Gordo with in my head is just is just the little brother or the non-game playing girlfriend or somebody just coming on and, and monkey pawing the controller as Eddie Gordo does his capoeira and kicks the shit. Now, are you it's trying- absolutely true, that does happen. <laughs> It doesn't even deny it. No, doesn't. no, it does. It, it happens. He's got a weird attack pattern. He does. And if you're such a scrub that you can't rise to basic competency to counter that, that's uh, there's nothing to be ashamed of to admit that that's the level of Tekken you play at. It's it's perfectly natural. <laughs> I'm, Take I'm another now just Mishima. Thinking... Maybe it'll go better next time. Oh, now, I'm just think... <laughs> now I'm just thinking of my friend who would pick Deadpool in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and do nothing but shoot. Uh-huh. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> And then if you jumped, try, if you jumped and air dashed over, he'd just do the move that take the, the full screen crossing slash that Deadpool has to get to the other side of the screen under you and then continue shooting. <sighs> Run a rancid strategy. <laughs> Bob, you've never had to encounter yeah, you definitely piles wouldn't. of horse shit in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, right? Of course not. You would never mm. just choose uh, King Arthur. And Ghost Rider. And Ghost Rider. Just keep throwing see, stuff. See, see, that's when I pull out the strategy of playing Hulk and doing Gamma Crush X Factor Gamma Crush. Uh huh. <laughs> that's the strat. Uh, so, so Ghost Rider is one of my characters in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Three. I was thinking about this anecdote the other day, and I was like, I should bring that up. A big thing to mention. So, I'm playing Twisted Metal Two. I'm I'm very young. I'm mm -hmm. very young. And my brother's trying to explain copyright law to me. And I go, I don't understand why should ideas be something that you can't like share. That guy expressed an idea. Shouldn't this one be able to take that? And he's like, well, imagine, imagine somebody took Mr. Grimm and they made a knockoff of Mr. Grimm and they called him Spooky Skeleton Face Man. And I'm like, they couldn't get away with that. I don't know who Ghost Rider is at this moment. <laughs> right, of course not. For the record, I think Mr. Grimm is an original character inspired by nothing. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that's that's kind of crazy that they could just like have the exact same dude and then not change it at all. <laughs> Welcome to Adventures and Being a Child. Uh-huh. <laughs> He didn't explain to me by the end of that conversation who the fuck Ghost Rider was, by the way. <laughs> Maybe he didn't know. There's no way my brother, who would have been in his late teens or something by then, did not know who the fuck Ghost Rider was. <laughs> that seems impossible. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe. I'll, I'll have to check in with him during Christmas. <laughs> uh, that's the end of that. Did you have anything else you want to say about Tekken? Not really. Tekken's really cool. Tekken's really cool. Hey, Agra. Tekken's really cool. 
uh, Tekken is exceedingly cool. Like, even to the point where they're like, hey, this is Paul Phoenix. He looks like Hillary Clinton now. Do you still want to buy this game? I'm like, yes, sir, I do. <laughs> I'm glad that we've already seen other costumes leak for everyone. So it's like, okay, I don't have to look like that as Paul Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> but you should have to look like that. <laughs> I had forgotten Tekken's just sicko customization options that it yeah. evolved in later games until I ran into a couple of them in that demo. Oh, there's yeah, actually a mode cool. you get to see that stuff? Well, when, when you go to the arcade mode, some of the guys you fight will have customized characters. Neat. I really I just played the intro and the tutorial and out of that mode to play it. Did Was your avatar uh, like a weird like skinny Chad Thing. Yes. Okay. I, I didn't know I, if that was baseline or randomized. What? <laughs> yeah, Imagine weird. if you made an Xbox avatar out of this out of the Giga Chad. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> it is. It's terrible. I'm like I've wandered into a European Neutrogena, <laughs> Neutrogena commercial. <laughs> Imagining is the Domino's meme for the Giga Chad where he's like five dollars and a whole meal. <laughs> Delightful, but it's him looking at this horrible avatar version of himself. God. Okay. I guess that should have been edited into the thumbnail somewhere. Oh well. Do we have a big focus this time in the thumbnail? He may have known us. Uh Bob, what else did you play? I also plugged in my PS2 and played some weird games i've picked up over the last few weeks to okay. uh to make sure they work basically okay what what, what games uh, so i shoot in kaya dark L lineage uh kaya is spelled k-a-i-a right k-y-a so so maybe you, you mean what just k-y-a yeah yeah i guess there's there's so many games that i that look identical to this one on the ps2 mm -hmm. yeah what the hell is this the game I just look at the cover and I, I see Mark of the Cree. Mm -hmm. Mark of Cree, yep. And that one where that's about a cat person that I can't remember the name of. It got a PS4 re-release. Ty, no, that's... Not Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. Oh, that that's awful. a little bit different. That, that thing. What is that? I don't know. My brain went to say, and I'm like, no, Dan, that's this game. You misread the title for all these years. I thought this game's name was Kuja. <laughs> I thought this game's name was Kuja until Bob shows me the box and I'm like, yeah, Kuja. And then he pulls it to the side and it says Kya. And I go, uh, <laughs> what? They got creative with the Y, okay? They, sh they sure did. Um, but some Legend of K, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, something about playing this mm -hmm. just makes me think, what if Jack and Daxter, but Jack was a girl? I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need the listeners to calm down. <laughs> I know that may have set some of you into excited modes. You might be on the train. <laughs> you might be driving a car. Calm down. Pay attention to the task at hand. Uh, what if Bob? Um, it's not that directly. Okay. But there's something about the way they do the animation and everything in this game is very Naughty Dog inspired. Like you can see them doing all the stretching stuff uh, for jumping. Would you say? This character has uh, uh, this is this is a Spitfire girl. Is she? Does she have sass? Not really. Okay, she so not she's not Jack Two. She's not Jack Two. Okay, but she does talk, so she's not Jack One either. It's not direct. 
Um, but this is super weird. It opens with a just bunch of set pieces in a row. I was like, this is from 2003? What? So I don't even know what the regular gameplay loop is for this. Because I didn't have a memory card yet. Oh, okay. I just played for like 10 minutes. Yeah, all the memory cards are here. Um, Speaking of which, we're still waiting on our PS2 FPGA memory card. That's supposed to be shipping sooner. Or at least it's shipping to some people already. Okay. For people who don't know, the value of that is uh, Bob and I will never have to take a large segment before a stream ever again and figure out what to delete to make room for a stream. Oh, no. Is that... Could that have been what was supposed to show No. Up? Okay. They didn't send me one notification okay. if that was the case. I don't know. I'll write them an email just in case. Maybe they forgot to send the notification. Right. Um, uh, but as far as this game goes, it starts out with... You do a chase sequence away from this, uh, like some dude on a flying platform shooting lasers at you. Uh, mm -hmm. So you're just running straight forward, getting away from him, and things are blowing up all around you. Uh, then you do a stealth segment uh, where you have, like, you can crouch and sneak around and not make noise. And you, it seems like that will just always be a thing you can do. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you do skydiving, diving. And I'm like, what All is, of this happens over the this? course of how many minutes? Like five or ten. Like it just keeps going. I'm like, you're introducing every mechanic you have right now, aren't you? Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm even forgetting one, but it, it, those were enough to be like, whoa. And it felt okay. Like huh. all of these felt fine. That's weird. I was really surprised. Except for during the cell segment, they're like, hey, you can kick this thing into a trap and say the, the 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 kick only a can be done if you are next to a thing you can kick so it's one of those contact sensitive things oh. and it doesn't work great uh yeah that that makes sense contents contact sensitive actions back then were not mm -hmm. dependable in the least right and one time i kicked it it's like it went right over the trap you're trying to kick it into find something else to kick it into it. <laughs> okay um but yeah really interesting i'm definitely excited to play more of it i do not like the furries that we've introduced already they look like uh Who's that furry in Spyro? The the big tall guy, uh, the, that's like a leopard or hunter? something. Yeah, hunter. yeah, he's I talking about. His name. Yeah, I think they all look hunter core, but turned into shrunkos, so they're like short. I don't like it. I don't like the uh, idea of short hunter. That unsettles me. Do they have surfer accents like Hunter? No, <laughs> at then least they don't have that. Then they are just literally lesser hunter. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, but that game's really neat. I'm excited to play more of it. Uh, I, I wouldn't say go ahead and go search for it now, though. <laughs> no, Bob, you're, you're a YouTuber who's talking about a game, uh, from, you know, 20 years ago. Uh -huh. You're supposed to spike interest, so that way all the prices go crazy. <laughs> I also shoo in Rygar, PS2. Oh, shit. Um, I actually had troubles getting this running. I don't know if it's because of my PS2, which I have altered to play. <laughs> you need to understand when he says altered, he makes it sound fancy. It's more like he has damaged it physically yes. to try to to try to play imports right. and, and backup discs. Is this, did, 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 did you put on one of those pop tops so you can do the swap swap oh the, no uh... that would be altering it that would have augmenting it bob literally <laughs> oh, just the bob, equivalent does, of like does bob have the hook? does have is, is it the hook that you can yeah, that you I... take off you pry off the cover to the disk drive and you can slip the hook under there and pull it out while it's running 
Yeah, that's the front loader style hook, which I have seen before. You're right. using a slim use, top loader that you've top. shoved, what was it, wax into the fucking I'm closed sensor? Yes, but it, it was part of a kit. Like, it's a small set of things because there's different detectors all over the, the dish tray. A man sold me this hammer. It really, that's... So you put them I, all I, I in. Got the, I got the kidney transplant kit from a reputable vendor. I, it even came with a bathtub full of ice. I don't get the problem. <laughs> I'm just saying this is not the most professional surgery no. I've ever seen on a console. That clearly that goes to my PS2 HDMI mod that is still not working, which I didn't want to talk about. But yeah, that was. I have no idea what the problem is. We don't know if it's software, hardware, what. Anyway, um, yeah, Rygar. Uh, once I did get it running, which involved me, I think the reason this was an issue is it seemed to just play the disc at max speed. From the moment you turn it on, no matter what, like yeah. until you are in the first level, then I was finally able to shut the disc tray and be like, okay, you no longer need to just go full force. Okay. Um, uh, but that game is weird. It has an elaborate intro cutscene mm -hmm. uh, that explains that you are the man Rygar. I think, wait, no, I think the shield's Rygar. I don't know. Unclear. Unclear. You play as this gladiator dude who's only... You, you play as the splatter house. <laughs> His only goal is to, to fight for Gr Greece. And then uh, him and the princess of Greece have both had the same dream about uh, evil invaders. And as they're talking about that, the evil invaders show up and oh. kidnap the princess and knock him into a hole. And the, and the <laughs> holy finds the, the holy shield. And then it's like, okay, play the game. Oh, okay. Cool. Just immediately. Cool. Um, this game's weird. Mm. It, the only enemy, like the only normal enemy I fought in the full like 10, 20 minutes I played, worms, just big worms. They're green. That's it. Yeah. They okay. have almost no attack pattern. Yeah. You just, you just hit them with the shield. Now, I can't say I've seen worms in the NES Rygar or the arcade, but I could see them being there. So this might be authentic. It might be authentic. Have uh, you played Rygar on NES? I feel like I played it once, but I didn't... Like on a roulette or... Yeah, something like that. Like, no, not extensively played. Let me tell I you. I always wanted to play more of it. There's not one game I know that marks you for a gaming boomer uh -huh. other than being like, I love Rygar on NES. No, I See, now, now I wonder if that's marked you as a boomer Rygar PS2, because I consistently heard people gas that game up back oh, when the, it was even remotely contemporary but that's the thing those were all just the guys i was just describing at that time <laughs> those are just two different points of time now they wouldn't but, stand but they for also, the ps2 they one. also decried the nes rygar as they praised the ps2 rygar well those are heretics and they should be tried <laughs> I, I saw takes like it was better than god of war yeah i saw those too yeah because because you both you attack with a thing that's on a string Right. So it's I like God of War. I could see God of War being inspired by it in ways, for sure. It's also in Greek mythology, so you see some of the same iconography. Like, I got to the first boss, and it's uh, like big Greek statues I'm fighting. Mm -hmm. And then it killed me. I went back to the title screen and don't have a memory card, so, you know. Okay. <laughs> seems like a good time to stop. Right. Um, uh, but this game is bizarre, because it's, it's like a full 3D action game, like a Double May Cry or God of War. Uh -huh. But then you get seemingly random drops are like, health up like capacity increased? like capacity increased i'm pretty sure because it's okay. just a suit of armor it's like 
you got this and your health increased. And that's separate from the, you got this and healed. Um, it's really weird. You, ha you seemingly only have like two different attack buttons and like two combos between them. <laughs> so it's really simple as they're fighting these worms that basically don't fight back and you just mash. You're really selling me on this game. Uh, and then you get full on like Castlevania style traversal mechanics. Like I unlocked slide. And it just, he does the Castlevania yeah. slide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really a weird c compilation of things, and I'm excited to try more of it, but I'm going to need a memory card. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. When they when, when are they going to bring this back? This is a fucking Tecmo game. They could they could bring this back at any time. Mm-hmm. Who owns... Oh, right, Tecmo. Yeah, Tecmo is just merged with Koei, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they could put Team Ninja on this instead of Ninja Gaiden 4. <laughs> I mean, this honestly would be the the best thing to resurrect after ninja gaiden i feel like yeah. the boat may have sailed a little but they could still do it right like it's still it has enough of people vaguely know about it and greek mythology stuff will never go out of style that's just not yeah, something it's going it's to too do cool it, it's like that it's like that meme that went about recently like how often do men think about the roman empire I thought you were going to say, how often do men think about master and commander? And I'm like, oh, I think about it every time I clench my fist and think of ways to kill Hacker. <laughs> it's okay, Lesser Dan. Two this weevils. is a safe place to be wrong about a great movie. Let it out. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. I'm not doing that right now, but I'll keep that in mind. Um, you don't have any seem seemingly any way to cancel out of a combo. Much like Bujin Guy, you are stuck in that thing for keeps. And again, it's a giant swinging combo like God of War. I'm like, oh, please. At least since you are getting new abilities like the slide and stuff, I have some hope of like, it might just unlock. It might be something that unlocks soon even. Who knows? Yeah, there is a, there is a genre of game that's just like, yeah, you have to unlock canceling as, a, as an ability. Mm -hmm. We don't want our game to feel good by default. No. And I, I, I get being stuck in certain combos for certain, like that whole concept, but everything is that. And that's always rough. Um, but yeah, that's all I really got to say about Rygar. I did not okay, play too much cool. of it. Uh, I do want to play more. Cool. Uh, I was surprised by how nice it looks sometimes. This is 2002, yeah. mm -hmm. and they, it's got some, a clean look to it. Yeah, no, uh, people were really impressed with the game at the time, which means it was gorgeous. Right. Uh, did you play anything else? The only other thing I played was the God of War Ragnarok Valhalla DLC. Uh, I also Agro. played it. Agro, did you play that at all? Uh, no, I have not gotten to do that yet. Uh, what was the name of the DLC? Valhalla. Okay. Never heard of it. Yeah. Obscure thing. Nobody talks about it. <laughs> Just like all of Greek mythology. <laughs> um... Okay, well, I guess uh, you've been talking for a while. We can let Chris lead. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Chris. Okay, so this this is a it's DLC. Uh, you have to specifically download it from the store, which is like, guys, it's free. Why wouldn't you just fucking give it to me? Yeah, that's weird. It's also like eight gigs or something, so I don't know. Maybe, yeah. It's, it, maybe it was 20. No, no, 20, 20 was Tekken. Tekken was totally. It, it was yeah, eight. It was, was eight, okay. but my, my, my point is like you already shove 30 gigabyte updates to games down my throat constantly you can't just give me the content you made <laughs> uh you load into it from the main menu it is explicitly post game and it even warns you like this is post game 
So don't load into this unless you've beaten God of War Ragnarok. And like it has it has a warning box and everything. Cool. It's a roguelike mode, kinda. I think calling it a roguelike mode is perhaps a little bit stretching what it actually is. What is which it? Which is that uh it is roguelike in the sense that if you die, all your progress unless is is lost and you get like upgrades. And but it's it's not really randomized. Like the first sets of rooms you go through are always the same rooms. And the last area you go to, which is more which is about half of a run, is always the exact same area laid out the exact same way. But there will be new enemy layouts. Yes, there will be di- like you will always go through these rooms and fight encounters in each of these rooms, but the enemies in those encounters will sometimes be slightly different. Hmm. If, if you're expecting like a big, well-developed roguelike mode, no, this is a tiny little DLC. That isn't what this is. Yeah, this seemed like a smaller deal. I think people probably shouldn't assume it's like transformative. Right, but it does have like a surprising amount of story. This thing is story constantly. Yes, it, yes, cool. it, it is. It, it has nice. a lot of story. Um, I didn't die a single time outside the one time it forces you to die to teach you that there's roguelike mechanics. So you did two runs, and the second one won, and the first one only lost because you have they to made win. you. Uh, yes, and you have but you. It's it's like Hades, where you have to win multiple times to actually complete it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's five times you have to win to complete the DLC. Something like that. Uh, and each the time upgrades you are, are new, real cool. Stuff and things. Yeah, each run adds a little bit more things. They have some really creative upgrades. Mm-hmm. Like I got one for the sp- for the spear. That's like, uh, when you're throwing the spears, because c- the spear has the thing where you can suck the element out of guys, and n- then you get one spear that like is frost or fire or shock or bifrost. Mm-hmm. This is just uh, every spear you throw in the throwing position past the first one without leaving aiming has a different element on it. Oh yeah. So the- Hmm. So that entire run, all I did was pin cushion enemies with the spear. And was like, I-, I tapped the pop now, and now you have eight different diseases. <laughs> yeah, that that one's cool, and it also compare well with the other thing they gave you of like, oh yeah, your elemental thing doesn't last as long, but it's insanely powerful. So I just throw one spear and then start hitting them with the the other one, and it's like, oh well, it's elemented, so it's gonna do a lot. <laughs> That's what I was excited about. Just adding modifiers to God of War combat was going to be amazing. Yeah, you can add modifiers. Uh, you you find you find runic attacks in the chest. Um, you get to start with relics after they introduce the relic. You that the relic is the is the L one plus circle. So like the the chakrams or the mm-hmm. using Mimir's head as a laser thing. Uh, you get to start as those, but they have charges now. They're not on a cooldown. So you get to use, it's not a cooldown, but you only get to use it five times without... I see. Yeah, and then you can find another one in the run. Right. It, 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 since it's no longer a cooldown and it has charges, that is a maybe hold on to it until you really have an oh shit situation. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, it's worth noting that the diffic- there is five difficulties, and the higher your difficulty, the more resources you get, like the more of the permanently increase your power resources you get. Does that go back so to the main game? No, it's it's okay. all for this. No, game. but oh. there is there is t- there is cosmetics, and I won't say anything about it. But there's a new rage mode that can go to new game plus. 
Oh, shit. Yeah, they added some really cool stuff here. Oh, uh, shit. A lot of the stuff they added makes me go, are you remaking God of War 1 like this? Mm -hmm. Finally, made... it could be a great game. <laughs> right? Yeah, they, they, made, they made stuff that makes no sense for them to have made. I, I mean, there's some stuff that's like, this thing coming back from from the old games, how has more content in this than they did in the original? <laughs> By a lot. I'm like, that's kind of crazy. Like, there's more voice lines from this character than were in the original trilogy. Jesus. That's amazing. Uh, man, so is this, would you say this is mandatory game of the year playing material? Mm, I don't know about that. It's okay. it's really cool, and it and you can you, you really can sit down and on the normal difficulty just grind it out in three hours. It's not. Yeah, I did blow through pretty quickly too. Okay. Would it count for the game of the year anyway? It, it's not a separate executable, right? Right. It wouldn't be nailing it for a top ten. It would be categories. Yeah, know? I guess you could have a character. I, I, yeah, something. we can. You can have character. I, I don't know. Like, if a DLC comes out and any of us feel strongly enough to be like, this ninety-minute DLC has to be on my game of the year list. I hope you all enjoy the pistol whip decade. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that uh, bothered me presentation-wise was. Uh, during certain parts, you talk to Freya from their main game. Mm -hmm. And it looks like she's just looking past you. Like, I didn't have that issue with anyone else in this whole DLC, but she just looks like her eyes aren't following you right. Huh. They, they couldn't get, they couldn't get her, her model back for mocap for just this little <laughs> DLC. Because she's only, she's only there for like 20 seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's not there for much. Yeah. It's a little more than that, but it's not much. I see. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting here every time a VR game has them make correct line of sight with my uh -huh. eyes i'm amazed and i'm always doing this i'm like oh oh their eyes follow me because uh, they're the, always the anime girls anyways <laughs> their eyes I, are huge. I, I actually need to play more to make sure there isn't important things left because when you hit credits they do say there is still additional things to see in a story sense if you do more but this was the main story we wanted you to see yeah, I no, I, I do want to play more of it, but I was like, I have other things to do, like play Rygar on PlayStation yeah. 2. Yeah, Bob was busy. <laughs> he had to play Rygar. Please understand. Uh, they made a new boss for this, and, he, and it's cool. Cool. They made a lot of new enemies, and they're, they're pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, they, they made, yeah, most of the new enemies are, are... There's multiple guys from the old God of Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean... They did show that thing at the yeah, Game Awards the, where the I was Cyclops. like, that's the fucking Cyclops from right. like three and two. And there's there's not just him. <laughs> Ooh. So you're saying God of War fans may pop off at this free DLC. Yes, I think that this is what God of War fans have been wanting since the 2018 game. Yeah, and, and find, finding out that I can take that new rage mode into New Game Plus makes me like I have to play New Game Plus on this at some point. Because they also added, like, they also, like, really juiced all the optional shit in New Game Plus, is my understanding. Like, they gave bosses new moves and shit. Oh, yeah, there was stuff about that. Man, if I have time, someday I'd love to do that. Hmm. Yeah, the only reason I'm not is, like, I don't want to fucking play as Atreus ever again. <laughs> Fuck him. Like, nothing I... against the character within the context of the narrative. Uh -huh. I just don't want to do that part where you ride the goat through the fucking mud 
and where you go into the long. cave to where you go into the cave to find the the things to make the paint. Yeah, that would be an ideal sort of like new game plus. Would you like to skip this long, slow story sequence? Uh-huh. I would. I think you can skip most of them. It's just that the Atreus segments are gameplay, so obviously they're not going to let you skip those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But even 2018, I think, eventually got patchers like, you can skip every walk and talk. Uh, did you have anything else to say about it? Um. Yeah, no, I guess not. Okay. Chris? Did you have anything else to uh, say? No. That? I think that's it. Okay. Um, I can... Uh, did you have any other games, Bob? Uh, no. Should we talk about the movies we watched? Yes. Okay. Uh, just got to change this one word. There we go. And you know what? That's the name of the segment. I'm not even going to type the name of the movie. Hey, Bob, what have we been watching? <laughs> we watched Godzilla Minus One and... The boy and the heron. Every time I'm like, isn't it minus zero? <laughs> Godzilla divided by zero. <laughs> False. Japan is ruined. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of things I want to say about these movies. I don't want to go too much into the details, but it's very interesting. Um, Godzilla minus one is a very interesting psychological struggle for the main character who feels like he's fighting fate mm. and he just wants to find peace and Godzilla as a paralleling entity to this moment and what Godzilla stands for for Japan made that a great movie mm -hmm. yeah I think they do some really really good stuff with that I was totally floored that this is made by the guy who made Lupin the third the first because the moment I heard it was directed by him I was like I'm good I don't need to see it yeah. And then everyone is like, it's great. And I'm like, fuck. Right? <laughs> Shit. Uh, that was, it was a good experience. I was shocked to hear what was it? The budget was allegedly 15 mil, but actually less. Yes. <laughs> the director's like, I wish we had 15 million. <laughs> and I'm like, that's crazy. Because it's like, like, keep in mind the projector I was watching it on was not the highest end projector. And I'm sure if I watched it, a, a decent level quality mm -hmm. copy on this OLED, it would look worse, but the CG wasn't egregiously bad in the way you keep seeing it be in a lot of Marvel films. Yeah, no, it's, it was like done. Yeah. You can tell that right. you can tell CG, but it doesn't look terrible. Right. Like it's used somewhat appropriately mm -hmm. and it's done. But it's done. <laughs> It, it, yeah, this is no Shin Godzilla experience of like, whoa, whoa, that's a real thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is such a different film, though, that I highly recommend it. Oh, yeah. As well as Shin Godzilla, which is surprising to me because those might be the only two Godzilla films that I just go, you should watch those. <laughs> Meanwhile, the others, it's like, are you just going to watch all of Godzilla? Because then I have some ideas on where to start. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want to, I want to watch possibly for the first time, but I'm not sure, uh, the first Godzilla. Yeah, I feel I've like I've, I, I feel like I have seen it, but I can't remember it well. I, I own the, I own the DVD even mm -hmm. just called Gojira. Yeah. Cause that's how it was. 
So that, it's his fucking name, <laughs> right? Get over it. <laughs> but yeah, I I want to see that again now. We also watched The Boy and the Heron. Mm-hmm. Miyazaki, we're trying to come up with a new movie because, you know, you said you were going to make one. What do you want the story to be about? And then he verbally described the entire genre <laughs> of youth <laughs> fiction with ambiguous settings and horrifying natures. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, we'll fit it all in. <laughs> we'll find a goddamn way. Yeah, it's surprising. I like this a lot. I, yeah. need to, I, I might need to see it again to reaffirm, but I'm like, this is like... For me, easily the best one since Mononoke. And honestly, one of my favorite Miyazaki films. So you like it more than Spirited Away? Yeah. Wow. But I've never been a huge Spirited Away fan. I'm like, it's neat. It's a good movie. <laughs> Bob's in theaters watching Spirited Away. And he's like, his name's Kohaku. <laughs> How'd you not know that? <laughs> but yeah, this one just was all the different settings. I'm like, you could just spend a whole movie at each of them and it'd been cool. And they had several different places. They were like, oh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is this is a really great film. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Ghibli film, but it's definitely in the running. You know, Ponyo's really boast, boosted up by her saying ham. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Yeah, this isn't this isn't Porco Rosso, but almost nothing is that. <laughs> Ponyo's up there with her secret technique, like a weird fucking shonen character who's on the side that's gonna win this one battle through some real bullshit and just being like ham. The ham scene was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> it's got some good ramen making techniques. <laughs> what if you put a slice of ham on it? What if you it's did over. that? It's over. It's good forever. It's over. <laughs> uh, blew my mind that Robert Pattinson is, is in fact the heron. Yeah. Because he legit sounds like, my dog. And I'm just like, that's Rob. Holy shit. We need to give that guy weirder roles in live action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He, uh, he knocked it out of the park here. I'm really happy to hear this is like the best Ghibli's ever done in the States and also G-Kids and also everyone apparently involved. Like mm-hmm. they did the like the celebration thing and I was just like, damn, that's great. Yeah, they actually were able to get this thing get a like real national release. It's crazy. Um, yeah, so if you, if, you, if you find yourself being like, I liked Mononoke and Spirited Away, but I did not like Ponyo, I would even be like, give this a shot. You will probably like it more than Ponyo, I would say, for certain. Yeah, I don't think... I think it'd be crazy if you didn't... Like, Ponyo, I feel like, is probably his less, least respected movie. Possibly. Tiger, what do you think? I don't know. Uh... I, have, yeah, I never hear anybody talk about Ponyo. I hear I, th- I feel like I hear everybody like every other one somebody discuss. But it's got ham. Was he the wind also rises, or was that just out of Ghibli? Uh that was also him. That was yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I haven't heard anybody say shit about that la- one. That was the previous last film he would ever make. Yeah, but that that one I never hear that much about, but just because it's a like the documentary, like Yeah, like I I, I can't remember bag. the difference between that one and up on Poppy Hill, so uh, couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those films were great. Uh, watching those in theater, uh, like there was a day where we watched both of those in the theater. Went to a nice Indian restaurant, and then I went, okay, now I'm done uh, spending money on nice things until uh, I can bear out the winter. So, because game of the year is expensive. Yeah. So. 
please look forward to my what I've been playing segment. No, let me. Can, can I even fucking see this movie where I am? Let me check. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll be very dis. I can see Godzilla minus one. Okay, that's doable. That's good. No, I cannot see the boy and the heron. I can see trolls band together. That's sad. I can see fucking I hear those are Wish, good. a movie that nobody has ever seen. What was the name of the movie? Which one? Trolls band together or no. Wish? Wish. Oh, okay. Oh, is that's that, that a... that's the that's the Disney 100 year anniversary movie that literally nobody saw and it like immediately tanked to Morbius numbers. Okay, cool. Want to do a spoiler cast on it? <laughs> they just shove it under the rug. No. <laughs> there has somebody has people have to know it exists for there to be value in watching it. It's true. It's true. Then that's why, why Johnny Musha. <laughs> Because oh, we're an awareness <laughs> committee for Capcom <laughs> Netflix projects. Yeah, you're I right. I which I that podcast this. came out earlier this week. Go listen to it because it's the only evidence yeah, that please. show exists. Right. Come on. App apparently, my theater is doing daily showings of Die Hard. Oh, yeah. I think that's, that's something happening nationally, I believe, because I saw that when we were in theaters, oh, too. This is the problem. That sounds awesome. That's this is the problem with like communities coming together and being like, this is our Christmas movie. Long enough, someone, some executive somewhere hears you and wants to monetize it. But. I mean, okay. yeah, but there's also like a big anniversary thing. I think I think it's it? like the 40th anniversary or something to that. Effect. Bob's like, it's the 38th anniversary next year. It's the 39th. Anniversary. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll buy, do it again. I'll, I'll buy some Reddit gold and go see Die Hard <laughs> the Christmas movie. <laughs> I mean, Die Hard's a great film. Don't get me wrong. You should watch Die Hard. If you want to make that your first time in a theater, sure. I mean, yeah, I'd like to see that in a theater. Yeah. I never, I was not old Oh, you didn't see go see Die Hard in a theater? This fucking negative two-year-old child waddles right? in. We really, we really need to, like, bring back the idea of having a movie theaters that just don't show new movies. They only show movies that are already out. Oh, I love those conceptually. And there, and there are theaters yeah. like that, but but Disney doesn't talk to them at all. So the more things Disney owns, like the more things are sealed off from them forever. Yep. Corporate consolidation. It's like, it's like why though. can't I? Why can't I pay you know three dollars and go see uh, go see True Lies in a theater? Yeah. Because you're not allowed to see that until the 4K Blu-ray comes out. <laughs> uh, at least. Like some of the series, like when we were in Niceville, the the one Sandestin did have every week there was some old thing. Like they That's went, true, they, yeah. they had not only the set of all the Ghibli movies they were going to that were changing out each month, but they were also like regular films. When yeah, when I was a kid during the summer, that every theater would be like, yeah, all all the mo we will pick like movies every week, and before like two p.m., it's old movies and the and it's free. Uh huh. Concessions still cost money, obviously, but entrance is just free. Yeah, I think our theater in Niceville did something like that when we were young. The one that long shut down. I don't remember. Yeah. But Bob, you would recommend both Godzilla Minus One and Yeah, I think The Boy I, of the Heron. I think that's pretty safe to say. I think okay. those are two probably two of the best films this year. Easily. It is really funny to see the boy and the heron, which is great. And uh, Robert Pattinson's character is a major character in that. He mm -hmm. is all throughout it. Um, 
and to be like, man, I didn't expect between last year and this year to be like, Robert Pratt's is great. Put him in more shit, right? <laughs> uh, Christian Bale's also in it. And it's true. I didn't even fucking realize it was him. Bob was like, that's fucking Batman. <laughs> yeah, no. When he starts talking to his kid about how he's going to get revenge, I was like, oh, oh, this is Christian Bale. It's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great. It's a great movie. It has a great voice cast. Incredible animation. Like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's really good. <laughs> um, I got to talk about what I've been playing, though. Yeah, of course. So I have been playing Discronia Kronos Alternate, <sighs> a crime-solving VR game where you live in a future where the world is about to end. Mild spoilers for this game. And everyone has nanomachines putting them into an altered dream AD that they share as a public living in this dream instead of realizing the world is about to fucking end. You need to solve a crime which should be impossible in this city because the crime rate is so low that the thought that someone was murdered is insane. He's the founder of the city. You need to get to the bottom of it. It's going to be hard, except for you can see the past when you touch objects, except for you can also alter the past. This game's fucking cool. Dope. (laughs) Do the characters look anime? Oh, it is so anime. Okay. I was like, they have to, right? (laughs) You you don't understand. (laughs) Mm. There we go. (laughs) This is a... This is a pretty cool game. Uh, If there are any shortcomings of this game, I would say it's that it is a lot of talking to people in the city. You have have a mini game to solve mental illness. (laughs) See, normally the nano machines referred to as Kairos, Kairos, which is like the R-R-O-S is capitalized, but it's like Kairos. Anyway, uh, you normally... That would take care of it. But because of all of these problems, these weird mysteries, you are having to calm down the city, the city's people, which you see in the dream state, which you can jump into at any time and perfectly mirrors the real world. Mm-hmm. You can see their ghostly figures inside of it. It is a really cool game. It is a fun time. It is a lot of talking to people. And it is a lot of pulling up inventory and doing things like that because it is like a point and click adventure slash murder mystery. Is it like all in English? Or is yes. It, okay. And fully voice acted. Tons of voice acting. Uh, in fact, there's so much voice acting when it doesn't voice act every sentence. That's when it gets weird mm. because that's only 15, 10, 5% of the time. It's in the minority. But, you know, you get to a certain point where you're talking to people who are in the altered dream state. And those, once you get so many deep, will start doing that. It's not even from the get. Uh. Um, yeah, this game's really, really cool. It's fantastic. Uh, they have... <laughs> I'm not saying this for the sake of Game of the Year uh, nominees. You know, I'm not trying to fit this square peg into a round hole or what have you. But they have what you possibly could consider. Just maybe... A, scr- a strong candidate for Scrimblo. Please ignore the poor quality of this image. She has real Genshin Impact uh, character energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a terrible goblin. And every wow, time she you really does. <laughs> anytime you don't remember a thing and she does, you have to wonder if your character, because by the way, three years ago, there was an incident and then you were 
you were possibly a part of or maybe the institution itself caused and you don't remember anything is that because you don't remember things before that date or because you changed history <laughs> and you remember the wrong timeline who knows anyway she just smugly brings up you don't remember that and you're like no <laughs> And don't remember the past. By the way, you play as Halcyon, <laughs> which I found the name absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Why? It's his first name Hal, last name Sion. Okay. Which is spelt like Sion, but we're going to call it Sion because uh, they want to call things whatever they want. They have a robot that, an AI that runs the city called Justicius, but they call him Eustace. And I'm like, <laughs> that is not how you spell Eustace. <laughs> uh, yeah, this game's sick. I really enjoyed it. It was on sale, still is, for like, I don't know, seven, uh, a, a week or so. So did you um, beat it? There or? Are, no, th okay. I was going to okay. get into that. There were three episodes. I am nowhere near done with one. <laughs> this might be a whole shitload of game, mm. but it's been really interesting the whole time I've played it. Um, The funniest thing about the medicate them so they become mentally stable minigame is that we're just gonna you know what she can live here and we'll just uh you play the weirdest slowest least demanding game of simon ever where they're just sitting there being all mentally ill you know how it is when you're in your altered dream state and you're mentally ill and then little cues fly to these three buttons and it goes boop 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 and then you go and then after you do that, it's like, okay, I think they might be stabilizing. Talk to them. Um, but yeah, mechanically, this game is not very demanding. Mm -hmm. It is not a, a superbly engaging. But the story itself, the setting, all the other stuff with it, the execution, it's all really fun. And I'm really enjoying my time with it. <clears throat> do you have any questions? And this isn't just because the anime girls talk to you and get really close, right? Uh, no, if that was enough, then Koi Koi would have been fine. <laughs> and that thing is a piece of crap. Uh, I will check in with you all how this continues to go as I play through episode two and three. They do have a bundle that's on the sale as well. Okay, so, so you did can... you buy the whole bundle already? Yes, I did. Okay. It is a game that is kind of third birthday, but anime, but anime girls. <laughs> But murder mystery. <laughs> of course I bought it. Right. Uh, yeah, no, it was really cool. You know what wasn't really cool? What's that? Tennis on court. That is the full title of this game. It is a VR tennis game. Bob. What's up? Tennis is a very fun game. Yeah. I enjoy tennis a lot. Okay. I cannot win. I am powerless in this game. I cannot do anything. Because sounds like a skill. Because here's here's what I have to do. This is how fast I have to swing in order to. If I don't want to send a tennis ball into the atmosphere, I have to do this. What? Any harder than that, and it's gone. I'm what? using the lowest power racket I can get in the game, and I'm sending the tennis balls into the atmosphere. And I'm just like, the weirdest part, though, the physics are really good. The rebound arcs with the gravity. Everything else, perfect. But I'm just, I'm a fucking shonen protagonist struggling to restrain himself in this tennis game. 
and it is so hard. On top of that, there are some other issues. For example, there are plenty of glitches with this game. Uh, I once saw my opponent's upper body twist a full 180, <laughs> and his lower body was this way, and his upper body was that way, and his abdomen was a twisty tie, basically. Um, so that was kind of rough. It's kind of hard to track where your opponent's going to hit a ball when his upper body isn't even the correct direction, and the tennis ball is now floating in the air. Uh-huh. Uh, they have a movement system to make it a little bit easier where you don't want to run around and... You know, maybe you don't have 120 square feet to play VR in. Right. So, you know, they'll teleport you to where the ball's going to be, except for when it does the dumbest shit in the world. And it's like, yeah, the ball's going to be here, and it's going to land right where I put your nutsack. I'm like, oh, great. I know all the tennis greats hold their tennis racket like this and go, ah, and hit it <laughs> upward from their balls. <laughs> I've seen enough professional tennis to know that's an ideal stance. Other times it'll, put, it'll spawn you so you literally can't reach it if you fully extend your arm. It'll just, it'll just put you just far enough where you cannot hit the ball. And I'm like, this movement mode is worthless. How is... How is... it? I feel like tennis should be something we have figured out in VR by now. Yes. Like and they certainly figured out the physics, but they didn't figure out how to do the power input. Or how to move, or your, how character. To move your character. So you need to understand, I spent at least two hours playing this game, and I Whoa. could not win one match. Whoa. How do you, how much was this? I need to know. What if I don't want to talk about it? Oh, no. Yeah, I was like, it was many... over twenty dollars. No, wrong. <laughs> how many times are you going to get fooled by these VR games? <laughs> Every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this 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 honestly, Dan, I feel like you've become a mark. VR has made you into a mark. Look, you haven't you haven't experienced VR. You don't understand. <laughs> it's true like that's, you fall down true. one hole and there's like a giant airbag and a bunch of big macs down there you, you start looking at holes going well you know maybe. <laughs> well i wouldn't because i'd be like dan jump down that hole for me <laughs> and if i hear something like ah oh, i landed on my arm and the bone's coming through the skin i know not to jump through that one well that, that's that's why this segment on big thing is now called the vr hole <laughs> yo wait playstation allows that <laughs> VR hole. <laughs> uh, yeah, this uh, this <laughs> switch says they do, but then they make it complicated. You hypocrites. This does have a versus mode, so Agro, I'm going to need you to buy this tennis game. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll totally do that thing that you said. Okay, great. Yep, glad to hear it. Uh, I'm never going to play an online game. There's no way. There's it is bad. When I can't when I can't win one match against an AI described as easy, uh-huh. We're done. So there was that squash game. Mm-hmm. And then C Smash. And then this. Are you gonna get a good racket game on PSVR two, do you think? It, if they took the trappings of C Smash, like what the game is spaces what the objectives are and just combine it with the good physics of this and everything else that'd be a pretty ideal game so i want to believe it's gonna happen uh up next on my goatee backlog cram fest for vr games the seventh guest vr i beat it hey agro nice hey nice you've beaten it right i have okay we're gonna we're gonna just hit this like Oh, it's this, is that the spoiler music? Oh my god. 
It's in here with us. So hey, I get out. <laughs> Since I can't hear it, I just looked up and saw the little gremlin from your time travel cop game. I'm like, oh no, it's the spoiler fairy. <laughs> hey, Agro, that uh, that last puzzle isn't a puzzle. No, it's not. No, it's not. This game is like, here are all these puzzles. And I'm like, some of these are kind of annoying to do, but they're fine. And then the last thing is not a puzzle at all. It's pretty fucking crazy, though, right? It is pretty... It gets a little fucking crazy. Battle for your soul. <laughs> you know how it be out there. Uh, I, however, and I'm going to stop playing the spoiler music. Uh, I had a really great time with 7 Guest VR. Uh, however, it is possibly the only VR game that... And keep in mind... I'm still not sure. The science isn't done and I ran out of soup. Either I was getting motion sick for the seventh guest VR or the insane amount of soup I ate two days in a row made me nauseous. <laughs> Who knows? Mm. Who's to say? I mean, it is, if you've got smooth turning on, it is a pretty intense turning experience. Yeah, I can't do smooth turning. I've never once used... Well, I have okay. once used that, but yeah, now like that I know my VR shit, I do not use smooth turning. That's... Since it's one of those games that lets you move with the stick and look free, you mm -hmm. can get into trouble with it. So I, I'd say it, it might have done it in a See, couple of places. I'm not sure if that's it either because I've played so many VR games that are literally that, which that's the idea. The ideal is let me move with the stick and teleport with another stick. Mm -hmm. That's the ideal. Tennis game. <laughs> Not, do you want to move or be thrown <laughs> nutsack first at the ball? Uh, yeah, something about this. I don't know. I don't know. Could just could just be me. Could be the soup. But that that experience yeah. kept happening. That's that's the magic of VR. It's it's still kind of a wild card every time you draw a new game. Yeah, which is why uh, Sony's return policy should be better. Yeah, yeah. Because Koi Koi is a piece of shit. God damn it. <laughs> uh but yeah seventh guest had some really really fun puzzles i super enjoyed finally getting to that and not being in a video recording or video cramming environment and just <laughs> playing it to play it mm -hmm. um the performances all throughout for people who haven't seen it they actually got real actors to come in and they scan them and then overlay their scan per frame or every few frames onto geometry that's also supposed to be them. So it gives them this almost ghostly ethereal property to their performances that you're seeing in this haunted house as the magician and stuff uh, play up their characters and it's delightful. Yeah, and, and they're doing like full-on community theater Agatha Christie uh -huh. <laughs> melodrama. It's pitch perfect. Yes, it really is. Uh, there are lots of funny things to talk about, but I wouldn't want to spoil them for anyone who's listening to this and might play it. So we're going to move on to another game. I also played more Drums Rock. Dan, isn't that the bad drumming Why? game you talked about months ago? <laughs> yeah, but it got Undertale music. <laughs> of course. And it was on sale. So I bought the Undertale music. And I played it. Learn. <laughs> and in the middle of the first song I played in Drums Rock, my hand froze completely in midair again great fantastic mm -hmm. i had to pause it and wait for a whole minute and then it finally unfroze and then i continued playing the song so don't do that don't buy drums rock <laughs> fuck that game uh i also played some other stuff but we're gonna breeze through those as well 
Uh, Keys and I touched the beat. When I first played that game, I really, you know, I was like, oh, this is clearly bootleg uh, Beat Saber, and it sucks. I hate this. Uh-huh. Or it sucks, so it can't be very good because it's bootleg. Then I played Beat Saber, and I was like, oh, I actually like that a lot more than this. Uh, I've gotten to the point where I'm doing perfect scores on songs. Keys and I is very impressed. She called me a genius. <laughs> uh, How much I, does she scream? Not enough. No, she's singing her songs and then she just like says a thing at the end where I wouldn't describe it as screaming, just kind of high pitched. You know, I, I, I feel like if you do really good at the Kazuna AI, uh, mm-hmm. like rhythm game, she should get set on fire and run around a little bit screaming like Beaker from the Muppets. I mean, that, like would that be... should be your that should be your S rank reward. It's true. I, I still enjoy that it's like the movie Hero, where the better you do, the more you can approach Kizuna Ai. Yeah, for anyone who hasn't seen it, on the default settings, which you could toggle that off, uh-huh. her stage slowly, slowly slides towards you as you get a bigger and bigger combo. And if you miss one note, she flies away. <laughs> it's pretty good. So when you fully perfect the game, you assassinated her, right? Yes. Okay. I got the double S and then I decapitated her. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that, that game is really neat. Uh, you know what's amazing, though? Pistol Whip, which, of course, I'm checking in on all the time, not only because it's it's pretty good exercise, but that game fucking whips. Literally, it's in the title. Uh, Aggro, did you try any of those recent songs they added, like the last five? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, those are really crazy in a way that's really hard to describe. Uh Hip-hop remixes of classical music uh, set to you in an arena, a gladiatorial arena, fighting off uh, fully shielded, uh, what is it, phalanxes as they approach you. You, huh. you, ah, can, you can only melee them. Turrets appear in the distance and unload hundreds of bullets at you. <laughs> so you just have to slowly dodge the stream of bullets until possibly always uh a red barrel appears and you can blow that up to blow up all the turrets or you can shoot them repeatedly to get a higher score um bodies falling from the sky scary giant skull faces a really sick song there there are many great moments in that dlc and that shit was free so anyways enjoy the next 10 years of pistol <laughs> Uh, and aside from that, I was in Voxandra's Super Puzzle, Super Puzzle Fighter Pro. Sorry, Turbo. Why did that P appear? That threw me off. Uh, tournament. Last, uh, Saturday. I did exactly as well as I hoped. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank Voxandra and all the other competitors for the fun time. Uh, what you don't get to see on the stream is anytime we're not in the chamber fighting or next to the host talking to you, the audience. We're just in a lobby behind the scenes talking about stuff. And, you know, at some point we just start posting funny gifts and just talking about stupid bullshit. It, it, it was good. It was a fun time. Uh, I got mutilated. Anyways, that's it for my games I've been playing. <laughs> hey, Chris, what have you been up to? Well, uh, this week, an HD remake of Link's Awakening DX came out for PC. It's a fan project. Uh, go go look that up and get it before Nintendo removes it from the internet or tries their best to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is really cool in a lot of ways, but first I have to do, do a call out. All games writers, stop calling this a perfect recreation. 
it's wrong in so many ways. <laughs> like enemy behaviors are wrong. The way things move sometimes is wrong. The physics can be really wrong. Like it's wrong that pits like gravitationally suck you towards them in a way the original game did not do. Uh, they gave you analog movement, which in, which creates its all its whole other range of problems. Whenever you have to line up with something like on a horizontal plane, it's real dicey. Like this is really impressive and cool. It isn't fucking a perfect recreation of this game. <laughs> you wouldn't say it's the ideal version. That's just perfect in every way. Weird. No. But it uh, so by HD, it's it it still uses the same sprites, it still uses the same music. It animates it as fast as your display goes, which is sick as shit. I want to see that thing on a two forty hertz OLED. I want to. I want my brain to liquefy and pour out of my nose. Right. Mo mo it mostly looks the same because it's still using the same sprite, so it can it can't animate any differently most of the time. But then you see things like the cactus enemy that are segmented and wave back and forth. And you're like, oh, that looks strange. Because it's at like 240 frames a second. Right. Uh -huh. yeah. uh, they added two more buttons, which if you're going to play this version, that's the biggest reason to do so, in my opinion. Yeah, because you're no, you know, you're no yeah, longer you, you sealed don't. to the tyranny of having two B. items. Right. And one of them is your sword. <laughs> you can take your sword off. Yeah, but then but you don't have your sword. <laughs> right. Then you don't have your sword. <laughs> you can take your right leg off, but then you only have one leg. Um, it's so zoomed out, and you can't adjust the scaling so you can pull it in more. But by default, it's so pulled out that it's insane. Like it feels insane to look at and play that way. Mm. Um, I would actually recommend. First of all, do not play this as your first time playing Link's Awakening. Don't. You're not allowed. You'll be grounded. Uh, honestly, yeah. Like, you're just... You're playing a weird 80% there, hacked together, crazy version of this game. It's really cool is that it exists and is a project. It's not the best way to play this game. And I, I definitely don't think you should play it first. I think you should... Is that shit on the Switch? I know they have Game Boy games. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But even, honestly, even getting finding the world's shittiest game, like Game Boy emulators have gotten pretty accurate. And you can find the shittiest one in the world that would still be more accurate than this game. <laughs> but just the, just the, just pulling the camera out so far, like it's insane to be standing in the town and see half the forest to the north. Yeah. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that's like... It's kind of like Castlevania Harmony of Despair. Yes, it, it just to me it like it, it's like you turn you turned Link's Awakening, which feels big and mysterious, and you 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 really have to keep track of where you are mentally. It turned it into like an indie game, like a much cheaper seeming indie game because you can see so much around you. Mm -hmm. I actually think that if you're a game developer, you should play the original. First of all, why are you a game developer if you haven't played that game? <laughs> you're not allowed. <laughs> just uh, self-improvement. And then play this just to see how drastic 
it changes the game. Like it it becomes entirely different. Especially since it's like it smoothly scrolls, so all the areas are now seamless. There's no like you go to the edge of an area and then the camera pulls up to see the next screen. Like it doesn't even do that between entirely different areas. Yeah, that has to just be a weird experience. It's especially weird in dungeons. Oof. Uh, but it's real cool. Nintendo's absolutely gonna kill it because this this ain't no decompilation where they don't give you the assets yeah. to make it run. You have right. to hack it together yourself for like, some this fucking reason. This doesn't. Death this doesn't wish. have that shielding it. They put this shit on itch.io. They're insane. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Like, the, <laughs> like Nintendo's lawyers are gonna like fucking Mario Team Six is gonna rappel down into their fucking house and and point assault rifles at them. But yeah, it's Link's Awakening. It's re it's real cool. Uh, quick note. I did some egregiously bad reporting earlier. Yeah. I realized I left out a detail that might be crucial for people about this Scrimblow and Discronia. Oh, okay. Uh, that, you know, um, so she's she's an AI uh, powered by time particles, and you give her head pads. Oh, no. Oh, it's over. Jesus. Oh. Really, I, I was also, just trying I, to find a better quality image, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot to bring up headbats entirely." I also played some uh, some mine, uh, some Fortnite, but not normal Fortnite. I have I have still never played Battle Royale, Fortnite Battle Royale at all, either build or zero build. I have not played either of those. I haven't been booted into. Them. Well, you, that's not normal Fortnite. Normal Fortnite saved the world. <laughs> no, that doesn't exist anymore. I know. <laughs> uh, I think it still does. You can buy it. I think. I thought they delisted they, it. They fully removed it a while ago. They might have brought it back. Okay. They might. I, I feel like one of the things in that store I was looking at is like, include save the world. Okay. People are saying it still um, exists. Wow. I played Lego Fortnite, which is, it, it's Minecraft. It's just Minecraft. It's not as good as Minecraft. But it's, it's you spawn in a field, you punch trees to get wood you use the wood to build a shack. It, it's Minecraft. This is very you're funny. You're a, little, you're a little Lego man and you fight other Lego things. This is very funny because for anyone who completely lost track, and I understand, or anyone who's somehow so young they didn't notice this, the original Fortnite Save the World mode was created as a reaction to Minecraft. Yeah. It is literally of the genre of the million things that came out right after that that's like, we need to power emergent gameplay and constructing things yourself as the player mm -hmm. you can literally draw the line directly there are even through interviews and articles minecraft comes out so they make fortnite because they would love to make infinite money yeah and then it changes to something people actually want and now we're back at minecraft how is the minecraft it's it lost me pretty quick like the thing that people don't give minecraft enough credit for is that it really nails atmosphere yes like your first person so the world automatically seems larger you know it's mm -hmm. not a third person thing where you're the camera's kind of pulled out and you can see a lot yeah. um it has really atmospheric music there's there is simplicity in the three by there's beautiful simplicity in the three by three crafting system of minecraft
and in this in in this it's less you built it yourself like in Minecraft and more you gathered the parts to make it to have it oh. spawn from a menu. Okay. Huh. Um and you can make specific parts and cobble them together in different ways. But it's they're they're much larger and it doesn't seem it's it's not it's not nearly as like focused on building. It feels more like a survival game than Minecraft honestly. Cause you, cause while you can, there is a creative mode, just like Minecraft. There's a creative mode, but mm -hmm. the survival mode feels feels more survival focused than Minecraft survival mode. Huh. Like in Minecraft, it's mostly yeah. Uh, you need to find some food, and like try not to get killed. And and, and this is like wolves are on you immediately. <laughs> Use your Dark Souls roll to avoid the wolves. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, it gives you battle pass experience, so if you care about that, I guess go check it out. Yeah, that's crazy. And you make your own world and can invite other people to that world, so you could do co-op, I guess. Huh. I mean, I guess that makes sense. If like you have all this, the features you have from Fortnite, of course you'd want that. Um, the thing you said I asked me if you actually reminded me of something I heard earlier this week. Huh. Dan, did you know that that new Forza game, the Forza Motorsport, has no music? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know? No, not no. What the what? fuck? Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I didn't know until John Lindemann made that tweet, and I was like, no music. I would never play that. Wow. Gentlemen, Why? gentlemen, in what year are we supposed to abide by video game shipping with literally no music? And just being like, yeah, that's clearly as valid as all these other games that had paid composers or licensed music. Yeah, I thought it was the most clown shoe shit I'd heard about that game. Yeah, no, that that I just all interest is gone. Like, no, I'm, I can't play a racing game without music. Are you crazy? Right. Like, shit. I'm, my brain immediately like make it make sense. Uh, it's also releasing on a seventh gen's console where you can listen to your own music library. <laughs> Well, yeah, you can do that now. Obviously, you have Spotify and you paid for it, right? How about Apple Music? You want to be playing Forza Motorsport and get Spotify ads, right? <laughs> Speaking of which, okay, another small anecdote, but this one's mine. Uh -huh. I'm in the car. I'm driving the car. This is what I do when I drive. I'm a bad driver. <laughs> Amazon Music's like, I'm like, hey, I want to listen to I Disappear by Metallica. I just want to listen to that right now, okay? I hit play. It's like, cool, great. Here's, yeah, okay, yeah. And uh, uh, here's here's this killer song, Samstown. Okay, and I'm like, that seems a little. And then they're like, Knights of Cydonia. I'm like, what is this thread you're pulling here, man? And then they're like, Papa Roach. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of close to Metallica. We're sort of getting, and then it goes, how about that same Metallica song from <laughs> 10 minutes ago? <laughs> Okay, sure, yeah, that is a lot like that Metallica song from 10 minutes ago. I don't know what I did to my Amazon music, but God, it literally played a song I'd never heard of or listened to before. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, next song that plays the same song again. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. I don't even know. I don't want to give Apple more money, but when the choices give Amazon money and their service sucks and they're trying to shove podcasts into my music player app, which are two different things. Mm -hmm. I either want to listen to music or a podcast. These are two different feelings. I'm thinking about switching to Apple Music, which sucks. Anyway.
Uh, I also played Rocket Racing. That's the racing mode added to Fortnite Ooh. Uh, by the Rocket League devs. It's pretty neat. It's a pretty neat arcade arcade racer. Like, if you missed snaking in Mario Kart on DS, there's kind of snaking. You, you oh. drift, and you get a boost when you come out of the drift. And I, I don't entirely understand the mechanics. I think drifting also fills like a meter towards a general boost you can deploy when it's full. Um, and there, there, there's, there's like upside down segments that you can, you can like jump and kind of hover almost. So there's, there's plat, there's like light platforming along the race course. Huh. That that sounds pretty cool. Did it work? Am I gone now? No, you're a jacket. No, you're still here. <sighs> Usually that works. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, I was pretty interested in that mode. How's the game feel? It feels pretty all right. Like, like I'm, I'm trying to think of something to compare it to. Like, I didn't play Gran Turismo 7, so I can't compare it to that. But it, it's ob I'd say it feels comparably good to, like, Mario Kart. Okay. I haven't I played to... Mario Kart super recently, but I, I didn't play it. And I didn't touch it and go, ugh. I need someone to just put Ridge Racer in Fortnite because no one else is putting it anywhere. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a is Switch 2 launch is... game. What company is Ridge Racer? Namco, Namco Bandai. Oh. They're too busy making Smash. And now who even knows? <laughs> They're too busy making... Uh... 16 arena fighters for anime that nobody will remember six months from now yeah it's funny that they do that and then at the same time the last ridge racer the one that didn't even come out they're like namco malaysia is gonna make it and i'm like that's Who? ridge racer you just don't they literally made the studio to make it as far as i understand oh so God. they literally just went here you go you know, the same thing Ubisoft did with... Uh, yeah, with Prince of Persia before they Prince canceled there. Before I mean, they're like, oh, God. Heavy blade, it's not canceled. Shut we up. We have to retool it. I I keep look, I keep, I look. kept looking at the Fortnite store, and I'm like, I don't want to be in the default stuff. <laughs> they got you. <laughs> I, I, bet, I better spend... I didn't buy anything, so uh -huh. they did not get me. Yet? Because, because, because Peter Griffin was, is like, in the battle pass and like level 70 and i'm like i don't i don't want I, that that's scary i maybe i'll just buy buy 1200 v bucks and get mina ashido from my hero academia because <laughs> i think every single skin works in all these modes like it's literally tim sweeney trying to create the the fucking original stupid vision of the metaverse where you take your costumes into all these different games you know in any sort of feasible manner of <laughs> like hey it's it's already a successful game. But how did he do that without putting all of those costumes on the blockchain? I don't know. Yo, why did no one tell me Mina's in fucking Fortnite? I saw the other characters that came out. I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't. I, I forgot who Mina was until you started looking it up over there. Huh. I just looked in the store. I'm like, what's the cheapest skin that I would be okay with having? And that was it. And then, and then they showed you nothing but bad for uh, Street Fighter character models. <laughs> and did they, they didn't those... show me any of that? Yeah, those aren't those haven't been in the game in I think five hundred days. People are upset. They're <laughs> counting. I like right. I'm like this is a deranged way to right? keep track of time. How many minutes? I'm, I, I'm honestly really, really butt hurt that fucking Square Enix signed a fucking deal with Apex 
instead of just putting Cloud and Aerith into Fortnite. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck's your pro- what the fuck's your problem? You no, we'll do a we'll do a, a marketing tie-in with Burger King. That's a good idea. Yeah, it would be as ridiculous as the movie Good Burger doing a deal with Arby's, a place really, really not known for the burgers. I'll go. I'll go to the Burger King in the parking lot of the closed-down Kmart to get the Mako meal. Ooh. You know, honestly, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I haven't tried the Burger King here. The Burger King in Niceville was bad. Yeah, it was Silent Hill. It was. It, it was, was just clearly a problem with that location. You pull up to the fucking drive-thru speaker, it just drones out the air raid siren and you're there. You're you're in Silent Hill ordering Burger King. That one was awful. Maybe this one's good. Maybe. Doubtful. I and feel then, like... And Smith's going to be like, no, Dan, our, our Burger King is in the parking lot of a decrepit old uh, big <laughs> lot that's barely open. <laughs> And is in fact Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> just, just imagine like the opening of RE4 where he's like walking through the path, but instead of that house, it's just a Burger King. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm trying to find someone. <laughs> I'm trying to order some food and I hold up an English poster with a picture of a burger on it. <laughs> I, need, I need to order the Chick King sandwich. I think I'm going to find out after this. After Big Thick Heads, I'm going to go to the Burger King and find out. We need to get food before we watch an entire series. Who knows what series? It what could, could be it anything. Be? I have Columbo in the other room. Yeah, it could be Lost Universe because we're doing a Lost Universe We Boomers. Oh, Chris said it. Now it's spoiled. Okay, well, now you know. Well, I guess we better get on that aggro and watch 26 episodes of a show that will just permanently damage us. Two things. One, I hate you. <laughs> Two, I feel like there's a good chance I could just not watch that show and fake my way through a Wea Boomers. Just stay with me here. It's better than Star Ocean EX. And just keep holding on to that thought. Oh, oh wow. It's, yeah. it's better than that. Bob has certified that this anime is edible. <laughs> Safe for human consumption, but only barely. Uh, did the, you get to try the rhythm game part of Fortnite? No, you, I did okay. not. I, I, it might not have even been in there yet when I when I did this because oh, okay. because I did it. I think um, like immediately, like on Friday, like right after the game awards. So I don't know if it was in yet, or maybe I just didn't pick on. Like I don't, I don't fucking want to play. I, I might have seen videos where it's like this looks like Guitar Hero, but I don't have a guitar controller. So what's the point? Yeah, it really does have that mental block. Um, to which they, to which I think, to which Epic said we're working on it. Yeah, they said next year. They're like, we're getting the instrument support in next year, and I'm like, oh, that changes literally everything. Yeah, and also the thought that, oh, you you plan to support this through next year? What? So this is real. This isn't just something that's going to disappear in a few weeks. So yeah, yeah Tim nuts. Sweeney, I w I will buy a a rock band guitar for PS5 if you let me play Orange Crush on it. Um, so here's, Sorry, all we have is creep. Here's my <laughs> good here's enough. My, here's my problem. <laughs> On one side of me, I have Shibuya playing the rhythm game mode in Fortnite, and he's like, "Come, come visit the woods." And I'm like, "Huh." 
And then on the other side, I have the last seahorse being like, you could buy a professional drum kit and use a MIDI adapter to use it on real rock band. And I'm like, oh, that's $600, but that could be thousands. Who knows what Fortnite will do to my wallet? And I'm just terrified <laughs> you, you and buy, scared. Or Dan, you could buy that really expensive guitar, guitar peripheral and get into Rocksmith and actually learn how to play a guitar from playing a game. If I learn how to actually play a guitar, a person will win an argument I had 15 years ago, and that's the uh, that's the way I live my life. That person can't win. Yeah, but have you, have you have you considered that you you love denim jackets and are therefore spiritually aligned with learning how to play a guitar? I'm like, yeah, the guy from Boston didn't learn how to play guitar until he was really old, right? Let me look up. Oh, he was 10 years younger than me. And then I walk into the ocean. Oh wait, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> God damn it! You can walk into the bog. I can walk into a river and off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty easy to walk off a cliff here. Yo, uh, Floridian at other spaces experience. Uh, other Floridians, I hope you're sitting down for this anecdote. So I was driving down the road and the road went up. And then I saw a lot of the city and I was like, yo, look at this. Pretty cool. You don't have to worry about witchcraft. salt getting encrusted on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you know, I should probably clean out the weatherproof, whatever they call them, uh, floor mats in my car because they have sand from living in Florida. And uh -huh. That is no longer a going concern. <laughs> it is funny how obvious it is that Fortnite just feeds you bots for like the first three matches because they do it in the races, too. Yeah. Oh, OK. And I'm like, these guys don't have a chance. And then I see somebody with like. Like the Venom skin, and I'm like, you're a real person. You're real. Okay, I'm out. I'm out of the, the fake shit. Yeah, I remember. And then, then I could, and then I could tell because I got third instead of first in that race. Yeah, I remember the the time Pat didn't know, and he was exploding about how epic he was at Fortnite, and then his viewers let him know that they were fake bots. <laughs> He's like, "What? No, these were real people." <laughs> yeah, no, it's real obvious. We went to play Fortnite that uh, I guess it was last year around this time. Yeah, we also just got fed those matches is like oh this that is, is weird that is standard in all these games like if you go play fall guys right now they're gonna feed you bots for like it feels like 10 matches like it's a long time yeah that's too many that's i mean i many. might be wrong but when i with the last when i played it last year at christmas with cornbread pockets uh we just we were like stomping like, we won, like, 15 times in a row, and I'm like, these can't be real. <laughs> but then again, it was a holiday season, so you were just punting children into the ocean, and you're like, look at these bots. <laughs> Maybe. God. Fall Guys is so much nicer now that you don't ever get eggs. Yeah, you have to go to Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising that, uh, bru Bruise Battle? Grand Bruise is what Grand, they call it. Yes. yes. Uh, to get your egg mode uh, i think somebody told me that that the fucking fall guys collaboration in final fantasy 14 also has the eggs oh, God. i i didn't i didn't resubscribe to do that and i don't feel bad for skipping it because i when, when i found out that it had it has fucked up snapshotting mmo rules on the hazards so the moment the hazard goes off if you're there, you're caught, even if the, the thing, like, extends later. Mm. So you can move out of the way, but because the way MMO ticks work on a game this old that was originally on the fucking PS3, it, it's still, you, you'll be, like, past the hazard, and you, then you'll go flying off the side. Ugh. Uh... 
Yeah, that reminds me. Versus Rising is out. It just came out today, I believe. It yeah. came out a couple of days ago if you got the deluxe edition. And Steam came out somewhere between like late last night or something. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And I, everything I've seen from it's really good. Yeah. And yeah. I, I keep seeing really funny audio clips from the voice actors too. So I'm like, oh man. Yeah, I was, I was really happy. This actually was uh, Leona from Hatsu, uh, formerly of Exceed worked in localization is actually the voice actress for the sheep girl or whatever oh that's who i saw tweeting that yeah 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 feels good it, no it's great no she she's did, been uh did you see that clip going around where the three dudes are okay yeah that's the... her talking to them yeah <laughs> yes yeah that's a good clip i'm glad it blew up it's way too funny they're like we can't raise the rating of our game now man <laughs> get real <laughs> simper no simping <laughs> And yes, I am clipping that. That will become a sound. <laughs> First time I saw that clip, I'm like, I need that sound. We need that. Chat. Yeah, I th- we I think need the even... fire hose for chat to just. I think there's even like an announcer who's not a character that's playable in the game that just breaks the fourth wall constantly. And you can just have them as your announcer. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that game seems great. Yeah. Why are there so many good games? I don't know. It's Make December. Slow this down. Is, stop entirely. Yes. It's December. Stop. Well, God of War, you aren't allowed to put out an entire mode that takes hours to play. Yeah, no. It has a full credit roll. Yeah. God. Uh, Chris, any other Fortnite thoughts? All right, Fortnite put out three games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> At least I'm not interested in the Lego one. I'm only interested in the Rocket one and the Rhythm one, but that's still too much. That's yeah. two games. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, that, that's all I got. I I didn't. I only played like two hours of the racing game and like an hour of Lego Minecraft because I'm like, yeah. If I was gonna, I, I this doesn't hit the way Minecraft does. I would much. I like. I almost went and rebought Minecraft <laughs> because I bought Minecraft pre original release and have yeah. no fucking idea whatsoever how to get my access back from that fucking old ass version yep. from. From mm-hmm. literally like eight years before Microsoft acquired it. It's almost like they did that intentionally so you would buy it again. What? Because they Never. also did that to me. But Mojang only did positive things after Microsoft acquired them. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone in the Minecraft community loved the transition. Yes, they all liked it. They all oh. were in on everything that they did. Mm-hmm. I now have to check the the last the time I actually played Minecraft because I remember what it was. I installed a specific mod, so all I have to do is the uh, oh, let's move head whatever. Go to go to go go on. Move go to Acro. I don't want to say when the last time I played Minecraft was. Looking okay, at the sounds state. great. Go hey, Doctor Agro, <laughs> what have you been playing? I have entered the phase of my life where I can't play uh, Honkai Star Rail until I finish my backlog for Game of the Year. And that sucks. Uh, but on the upside, I did get to round out Moss Book 2. Um, uh, holy shit, though, those games, uh, like there's, there's no, there's nothing left hanging for a three. That is, that is a duology, a diptych, or whatever that word is. Uh, those games together are amazing. That second game is a huge step up above the first that whole last section was a bit of a mind bend 
and I adored it. By the time I was done sitting there watching the credits, it's one of those things not like, oh, that was a good game. Oh, I'm really glad I got to play that game. Fuck, I forgot to talk about a game this week. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah? You, yeah. You, are, are we back in the hole? Is there more uh, VR? <laughs> Uh, I actually had another game I played. I'll wait until after you're done with this segment. But this literally, the choice was between Discronia and Moss Book Volume 2. And Discronia mm-hmm. was on sale. And Moss Book Volume 2 currently isn't. You can buy the bundle for 32 but this is like $32. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I'm glad to hear it's that great. You know, VR as a way to play games allows for absolutely amazing revelatory experiences and what you're describing this sounds like that yeah it's there's like often especially um as old as we are the with early 3d games there was that those first few titles that really give you that sense of oh fuck this boss is really huge Mm. and since you're that big while you're playing moss there's a really weird thing where you look like 15 feet away from you is a boss the size of you and a mouse has to fight it. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> That's awesome. I also got to, after I eventually fucking found it on the store, because it's not easy, uh, I played the Resident Evil 4 VR demo. Ooh. Okay, cool. Which actually stops short of the chainsaw demo. You don't go into the village and do the village section, it's just huh. all the road up to that. Weird. But it also has a um, target practice mode. Oh, like cool. It, you, you got, you've got a tutorial where you're in a shooting gallery, and after you finish the demo, you can go back, and there's, like, challenge modes with uh, two, a couple of different weapons, like a new pistol and a sighted-in rifle that is just fucking impossible to run the bolt on, or, or I just haven't figured out how to do it fast. <laughs> <laughs> it um, it's I got to tell you, it's really weird. Because, like, you don't just have Leon's hands, you've also got his forearms. And I'm, like, twice as wide as Leon Kennedy. (laughs) So so the angle is always weird. You look down, you, like, you see, like, your gun and a couple of pouches, but no torso. But, like, the act of pulling your gun and pulling your knife at the same time feels really cool. So mission accomplished. Reaching yeah. down, like hitting the button to drop a mag, pulling the new mag, pop, popping it in the handle, racking the slide. It all feels really cool. And it's, 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 you can turn the laser on if you suck at aiming and just pff, headshot, hit the button to melee, get shunted out of first person to watch Leon spin kick a guy and then pop back into first person. Is that oh. a good experience? Yeah. No, it, it, okay. it wasn't jarring or weird. Uh, like you'll often just, pop out while they play a cutscene on a flat screen or like you hit a button to open a door and for just a second you see the door walk through animation and then you go back into first person huh yeah i'm surprised that smooth yeah Yeah. it sounds chopped up but i i didn't have a problem in the experience it all flowed together and seemed natural huh cool i went this was a game i was certain i was going to play last night as well and um then I realized I have Resident Evil 4 on PC. Oops. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I also, I have, I have begun the long bulldoze through Baldur's Gate 3. Oh. 
<laughs> which is that game where you're like, all right, it's 8 a.m. Let me turn on Baldur's Gate. I'm getting kind of hungry. It must be noon. What do you mean it's five o'clock? <laughs> That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 real bad. That that game just keeps going. But I mean, it's you know, it's Baldur's Gate three. What can I say about Baldur's Gate three that hasn't been an award it's received so far this year? <laughs> yeah, so... who, who even knows? <laughs> I did get. Uh, did you check your PlayStation end of year wrap up thing they did? I haven't yet. I did. <laughs> One of the cool things they do is they'll go month by month and tell you which game you played the most that month. Mm -hmm. And I had this really great cascade of Octopath Traveler 2, Octopath Traveler 2, Horizon Forbidden West, Octopath Traveler 2. <laughs> <laughs> I think my PlayStation one will be more interesting than my Nintendo one because I, I posted on Twitter the Nintendo one and it was like the hours per month and it's just like a few hours, few hours, few hours, 81 plus hours in May <laughs> for some reason. Who knows why? Oh, I wonder what could have come out. 20 hours, 20 hours. The weirdest part with it, though, it didn't keep track of any of my ring fit. Weird. You could what? tell by the hour count that it was just huh. fucking wrong. Yeah, because you played a lot of ring fit. Yeah. Maybe uh, that has a weird exclusion. Yeah, my um, it actually weirdly enough, I guess our stream for Luigi's Mansion was split on what it considered the end of the month and the beginning of the next month, time zone wise. So it's like these two months are both Luigi's Mansion three. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I, I actually was I I liked my, seeing my Nintendo one after I watched looked at the PlayStation one because my most my second most played game last year on PlayStation or uh -huh. this year, uh huh, Final Fantasy sixteen. I was like, oh, yeah, it was it was kind of high oh, on the list. Let me was, oh, let me see mm. PlayStation Roundup. But yeah, it beat out Resident Evil, beat out so many things. I mean, it's a chunky game. Spent yeah, like 80 hours in it or something. Right. 70 or so hours. And it was yeah, uh, I think I ended up at like 50 something, 59. OK, OK, Chrome, don't make the stream shit its pants while I look at my 2023 wrap up. I played 86 games this year. On PlayStation, they tell me. Okay. Oh, that's funny as shit. Hey, I uh, I got something that beat out Final <laughs> Fantasy 16. See, that was only 57 hours for me. Uh-huh. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, however, was 66. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> oh, and then there's Pistol Whip at 33 hours. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. I almost played Pistol Whip more than I've played God of War Ragnarok, and I beat that game. <laughs> uh, did you have anything? I know you just said it is impossible to say things about Baldur's Gate that it has not received an award for yet. Uh, did you want to say anything else before we move on? I, I do want to articulate one thing about it in that... Mm. Uh, Coming up through 7th Gen, one of one of the big things was like, we want to make player choice matter. And we've seen a lot of the disastrous and half-assed implementations of that ideal or design goal through the years. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I've played Infamous. Yeah, yeah. This game is really the sweet spot of, I feel like the choices I'm making matter. Not in, oh, I've totally branched the story because 
that's that's not a great thing to do. That sounds like a lot of extra dev time for shit most people aren't going to see and sounds hard to implement. Now, when I say your choices matter, I mean, like, I came across some Dwergar whipping goats to try to get them to work harder. So instead of talking to the Dwergar, I cast Speak with Animals to talk to the goats, and I'm like, hey, what's up? They're like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. Get out of my way. And I'm like, goat, chill, chill. If you... If you fuck with him, he'll kill your entire family. Just just move the rocks, and I'll take care of it. And as soon as the rocks are moved, the Dwergar are like, ha-ha, now I'll kill you and the goats. So I got to watch these giant goats become my best friends and whip the shit out of these gray dwarves. <laughs> That's pretty good. Every decision matters for, like, the next 15 minutes, unless somebody dies. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Man, yeah. Every time a moment passes and I Google it, like, wait, could that could that NPC have died from that? The answer is always yes. <laughs> Bob, they're using this wrap up to shill Helldivers two to me. Yes, they did that to me too. It's oh, like yeah, we think that you'd like Helldivers you... two. It's like, no, I wouldn't. You we don't think have any you'd reason. like this game. We're trying to sell. <laughs> Huh, that's weird. You said that to everyone today. <laughs> hmm. Uh, aggro. Mm hmm You know what I got to play that you need to play? Uh, I do not, because you haven't told me yet. Paper Beast Enhanced Edition. Yes, this is true. Now, Paper Beast came out three years ago, in the year of our Lord PS5 launch. <laughs> So I was like, I'm not going to strap in a PSVR 1 and play this game. That's ridiculous. Three years later, though, in preparation for the PSVR 2's launch, we hooked up the PSVR 1 and gave every game on there that we thought deserved a fair shake a fair shake. And Paper Beast was so good, I cried for it, for it was trapped on PSVR 1 and PC. I wept for that game, that beautiful, terrifying experience. <laughs> Because it would be trapped in this terrible PSVR 1 and I would just simply not play it. Uh -huh. Then they announced a PS5 port that you get a discount on if you own the PSVR 1 version. So Ooh. I got it. Um, that game is magnitudes more powerful in experience on PSVR 2 because you can see perfectly in the caves in this fantastic <sighs> HDR. I bet. Because, oh man, that was like, this game's cool, but then you're in a cave and can't see anything. Yeah, you guys could literally see nothing on the HDMI capture. I could see, but it was not great in there. Mm -hmm. In the HDR, though, it looks really good in the caves. Um, things are so much more horrifying now. So much more horrifying. For people who know nothing about Paper Beast, it is made by the person who made Another World, or as American might, Americans might know it, Out of This World. Um, Eric Chahi. Uh, this is the most delivering on that vibes that man has been since. It is the story of you appearing through uncertain means with uncertain circumstances and effects on this horrible alien planet that seems both peace it seems peaceful beautiful in its nature and absolutely horrifying at every moment because every creature makes horrible visceral animal sounds moves like an actual creature and is made of paper so we're talking a crab moves up to me and clicks and shivers its shell in such insane detail on this headset and then scuttles away and the way you interact with this world is you can 
move around uh, using the stick or teleport with the other stick because they did it correctly. Um, and basically, you just point at stuff and you can grab it. And what you find out naturally through being left to your own devices, the game tells you basically nothing. You are just lost. It's horrifying, this feeling. Is that you need to solve traversal in every environment by interacting with the environment, the 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 creatures around or both to manipulate it um i'm going to describe this uh this is about i would say an hour and a half into this game the only reason i stopped playing this and went to sleep is my controller literally fucking died (laughs) because once again i was cramming tons of vr games last night um there's a a moment at which these i would say almost dog-like paper beasts are trying to climb up over this crest and get down to the thing you keep running into, this bizarre thing, this tree that grows when the dogs pray to it. And the wind is too strong for them to get over this. But you can notice at the top of this crest, there are some tortoise-penguin-like things shuttling their way across slowly. And there's a big one and a small one. And they keep going across. And I spent maybe 10, 15 minutes in this area, just checking out the cave they're crawling to, checking out where they came from, looking at the prayer tree, looking at the dog that's currently near it, thinking about all these things. And then I noticed a small plant near them, this tall ribbon-like paper plant. And I ripped that out of the ground, attached it to the dogs one by one, and attached it to the really big tortoise penguin things. And they start getting pulled by it. But it's heading for a cave. I needed to go down this hill, this giant hill, to get him to the prayer. So I took its child and threw it down the hill. (laughs) And then it went chasing after the child and dragged all seven dogs down with it. It is amazing. These puzzles they set up and how much they have fully realized every organism in this game. It is a great experience. It's beautiful. It is deeply horrifying over and over, especially... When these giant creatures look you in the eye, it is like a lot to deal with. It is so fun and beautiful, and it is probably the most powerful experience I've had in VR. And I'm really glad I escaped the PSVR one. Right. Um, There are a lot of powerful moments, and I don't want to rob anyone who tries this game of them. I already feel bad enough I talked about one of the puzzle solutions, of which there are many, many different mechanics that are interesting, bizarre, and you just find out all of them by fucking around and finding out. So me telling you what these mechanics are is partially a spoiler, and Mm -hmm. me telling you like what sort of puzzles they would set up is also partially a spoiler. It, this seems a lot like another one of those games where it's like, no, game design school would tell you ever never to do this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It is definitely the definition of game design college is to make it so you are broken and can no longer make this game. This game is every game every pretentious indie developer during 7th gen pretended they make. They made. This is it. This is the beautiful game about you taking deep consideration of your actions. And seeing how it actually affects the living, very realized creatures around you. Because these creatures don't play like pre-canned animations per se. It's all physics driven. So when a creature 
because you've messed with the terrain, stumble slightly. You see the realistic like physics affect its weight because of how large it is and how the feet like go into the trench. There are all sorts of things. I watched a creature die because it did not have water. <sighs> and then I got it water and it was, it was better. It was okay. okay. <laughs> but it just stopped fucking moving and it was not looking good leading up to that. But that was a horrifying moment of, I should have gotten you water sooner. huh? <laughs> Where the fuck even is that? Uh, I saw a horrible shaggy beast that honestly looks like a, the dog from what is it called the shaggy dog or whatever that disney movie like oh. that exact breed of dog but it's made of paper and it like moves its body around in that exact way that it seems somewhere between that actual creature and a puppeteer for a henson project would move a creature <laughs> um i saw its soul get sucked out by a horrible alien artifact and transported into a mirror dimension cool this is a hell of a game and people should play it <laughs> and now i'm done <laughs> That is Paper Beast for audio listeners. Uh, Agro, did you play anything else? I did not. Podlords. Podlords. <gasps> <gasps> Yes, that's right. It's the Podlords. Podlords such as BN12. Ely Broyles. Bountiful. Blessings to you all. Good afternoon. Red Blaze 27. Suzu Shiro. Rado. 101 Shades of Wonderful Remastered. WTF Spider-Man. Mr. I Like Spam. A reminder for those who are doing some last-minute Christmas shopping, the Columbo Seasons 1 through 7 Blu-rays come out next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I hope those are good. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Right? I know they have the Columbo features, but I certainly still like, have, like, really good video quality. Yeah, the last thing I want is for my weird Japanese box set that costs too much to be the way to see Columbo. Right. I want something accessible. DFW3K. Muckbine. Shiny Mew. Yeah. Kristen. Kristen. All I want for Christmas is Juice of Frost. Oh. Kyle Bjork. Oh, give me a home where the cheer wine does flow, where the Wi Fi has no delay. <laughs> wi Fi will still have delay due to the intrinsic properties of Wi Fi. One moment, there's there's a screaming soy jack I can put here. <laughs> Cooper Tank. Rest in peace, E3. We do thee well! <laughs> that was God not a very peaceful rest. <laughs> Ochi is done asking play Pikmin 4. That's on VR? <laughs> 
It's on the list. It's on the list. <laughs> Indigo Sykes. Ashire sori yo, kaze no yo ni. Sukimiwaho, was this Jinkaria's plan? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> we almost made it through. Evil we'll Lucario. We'll never make it through. <laughs> A raccoon very excited at all that Square Enix news. Yeah, I know I'm still shaking from Visions of Mana. That was such a hype moment. I was glad when we got to raid the last seahorse. They were like, what was the most hyped part of the show? And I'm like, Visions of Mana. They're like, Ama Amana, Amana game was one moment. <laughs> Shinji16 and Lexi would like to remind you that you matter, you are valid, and you deserve to be happy. Apple Gothic worked nine, ten hour days before hitting their only day off until Christmas. Pick, still relevant. Damn. Yep. The Super Mim. The Hard M presents an impenetrable bit. An impenetrable bit that you can see if you go to last week's big thing. Saraline. Timothy Fister. Bearded Joe. Pleochrome. Krunglespone. Maybe next year we can uh, let the creators give speeches instead of the worst Ken, eh, Jeff? Oh, Ken's from the Barbie movie. Huh? Vegeta. What does the scouter say about his video game layoffs? Oh. It's not that high yet. I haven't checked the site today. Right. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, in Hasbro, we're getting there. We're gonna we're gonna get to the point where it's like. Okay, is it higher than the American version, which is 9,000, or the actual Japanese version, which is 8,000? <laughs> Saber, but it's a critique on westernization and ESG checklists. This, the anime this came from is 16-bit sensation. Arc hmm. Seaside. <laughs> God damn it. This is the worst it's ever been. This oh is it. God. This so is good. It. Which desert bus level is this? <laughs> I, I'll have you know, Ark. This is where I broke. This is when I broke grabbing God Lords. I was like, you can't. <laughs> Dincardi is my favorite gradient. <laughs> Uh, computer, set the texture to Jinkaria. <laughs> the closed beta for Penny Blood Hellbound is out today for Penny Blood backers and uh, Bark Bark Bark. <laughs> Wonder why they're barking. No ideas. Noodle. Did you know you could buy the whole Momodora series for less than $12? It's true, and you really should. Neat. Red saber, but wifey. Sukimiara. Whoa. <laughs> she is rapidly approaching your location with a mysterious certificate. <laughs> Zela Polar Poros Resurrection was censored. Its Japanese name is Fornicaras, the Fornicators. Awesome. And. 
Cool Hand TG. I can't even enjoy the FF16 DLC without his influence. I've been ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the subtext for the entire video game. Yeah, you can't it's, escape it's, it. it. Yeah. You, few characters have had plans. Few Ultima's <laughs> plans are close to Jinkaria's in a way that few characters are. Right? <laughs> oh, man. God. Thank you very much to our Podlords. <laughs> Thank you, Podlords! Thank, Thank you, Podlords! Pod Thank you, Podlords. What's the plan? <laughs> and if you'd like to become a Podlord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits such as early access to Pokemon Go to the Movies and Chugging Bleach, our two monthly anime review podcasts. You also get cut and extended content for shows when indeed such things exist to be given to you. You also get a you also get to fund a show once one a month that is either a show about us watching good things and then talking about it that's patron exclusive, or watching a bad thing and talking about it, and then putting out a commentary track. The good thing shows are patron only, but the bad thing shows everyone gets to suffer through. And there's many commentary tracks on the Patreon for movies such as Good Burger 1, Good Burger 2. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Compass. Oh. <laughs> Why always come back? Every long, every that, so often. Because that is the worst thing I think we've ever watched. <laughs> X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> Dr. Horrible Sing-Along Blog. There we go. Isolation 119, a movie you can only get on the GB Podcast Network. And there are three different commentary tracks for that movie available. We just can't stop. We can't. No. We tried. Didn't a fantastic stick. movie where a character is played by Microsoft Sam in a Party City cloak. <laughs> that's pat uh, that's patreon.com slash gpodcast. And if you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to rate us on Thursdays. Rate us on your podcast app of choice. Tell your friends. Leave a like and a comment on this video on YouTube. Uh, go go into that, that, that video of us reacting to the Game Awards and just leave a comment. It can't get any worse in there. I mean... <laughs> it's true. You, you just, just type anything. Just be like, Pam, enter. <laughs> <laughs> is valuable as anything reference. else and, yeah <laughs> patreon.com slash gb podcast oh and to people who ask me to uh, stop playing uh, the Final Fantasy 11 play online dolphin song during the Podlords, I have an answer for you no <laughs> oh god <laughs> I heard we have news yeah um, I'm excited for some of this news because once again I have proven prophetic what did you predict Dan that people would get fired no no i predicted things people would like maybe <laughs> for example oh good everyone made it back i was worried i might lose someone in the void right uh so the ps5 pro specs are leaking and we got hard confirmation of the exact thing i said months ago of man the only way you could justify a ps5 pro is if Sony made a bespoke, hardware-driven, DL, uh, DLSS-like temporal AA solution that was good to replace all these games with their hideous FSR 2, uh -huh. and then you made the PS5 Pro really good at that because that's literally the most important problem to solve right now. It's more important than ray tracing. And hey, guess what? That. Literally that, which makes sense for anyone who keeps track of it. Uh, before DLSS exists, Sony came out with the checkerboard rendering, rendering and the other techniques for the PS4 Pro 
Uh, so it makes sense that they too would also have this in mind and be working towards it. And uh, I am now, as I as I get hard confirmation of this news, going. Wait a second, is that motherfucker I know working at Sony Hardware right now literally working on this? And I should have guessed that a long time ago. That makes sense, wouldn't it? The I, SPU Whisperer. Uh -huh. I, 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 st I've stopped saying it because it's it's it it gets rote to say it every single time. Mm -hmm. But any of these PS4, Xbox One Gen games that run at 4K look so much better than any next gen exclusive game. Because they don't have bad temporal AA. They just yeah. run at a high resolution. Yeah, mm -hmm. they run at good frame rates. They have clean image quality. Yeah. Like, um, I still don't think there's any game that actually looks better than God of War Ragnarok on PS5. Like, that game looks unbelievably clean and crisp. So I played this game called Discronia. Chronos <laughs> Alternate. <laughs> it's got this character. Oh, wait, she's right over there. Jesus. Like, no, it's just, um, no, it's true. Like, it's just wild how many devs are like here's all this shit that makes our game look fucking awful it's better mm -hmm. somehow we promise mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah no hey, immortals of avium yeah, yeah and yeah. that's the thing with a solution like this a game like immortals of avium could look at all good right but fsr2 is not good enough that's not no. a good solution i mean look at look at star wars uh -huh. like the the only thing yeah, that that's wrong with that looked... is that is the fsr right Mm -hmm. so, so there's pretty I, good value in a ps5 pro if it has that exact thing because here's the thing dlss nowadays does not look anywhere near as bad as fsr2 it's not even close mm -hmm. that thing looks radically more stable radically better sharpness and everything else it's truly devastating that we are going to end up in a situation next year where the only people who don't have good hardware-based temporal aa is Xbox and PS5 original owners because the PS5 Pro and the Switch 2 will both have it. Because that's important. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need ray tracing nearly as much as I need your game to look stable and have a decent... Like, minimize the ghosting. Give me a decent amount of detail. Stop having all these weird image artifacts. Like, Immortals of Avium doesn't look like a game that should have shipped. I think that image quality is a failure. Mm -hmm. That marks that game's execution as just you did not accomplish your goal and and since since we don't go into it very much since we all know temporal aa is basically a technique to fake a higher resolution yeah what it's doing is the native resolution of your game is a lower number than what the final resolution is and per frame it's changing which pixels it's rendering and the temporal aa is filling in the pixels that are different each time so Let's say your screen's 1440p and it's doing a temporal upscale to 4K, which would be a much better situation than you're getting on a lot of these examples we just gave. <laughs> Wonder why they look bad. Anyway. No, it's okay if it runs at 690 internally. Uh-huh. Nobody will notice, No right? one will notice. I, I, Immortals of Avium, didn't that hit like 720p like, or lower? That hit like so. 436. Yeah. That was nuts. Yeah. Um, so... The the reason that FSR2 looks so bad is that it is basically a shader. It is basically just an algorithm that can run on any piece of hardware. It's not optimized. There's not bespoke hardware speeding it up. It's just something that can run on anything. In fact, there is a Switch game that uses FSR2. One. Huh. I can't remember what it is, but there's one that uses FSR2. There are others that use FSR1. Um DLSS, the difference there is that NVIDIA strapped these tensor cores onto the GPU a long time ago, 
and they're running all the machine learning stuff to do the temporal AA there. Um, to quickly explain what that sort of work is and why it might be improved by having a better and more exotic hardware to run it. Basically, the algorithm needs to understand 3D space in your video game via motion vectors and other things and use that information along with information from the prior frames and all of that to do a better job of understanding like, hey, see how my face is on this video right now? Well, my hand moved over it. In video games nowadays, they use temporal AA that is uh, bad and maybe some that are just being stretched too far. Frame The frame after my hand is no longer in front of my face it will just be really low res, blurry, and probably have a ghost image of my hand on it. <laughs> yeah, um, the specifically, first if, you're, if, if you Go found ahead. yourself wondering, why does water look so bad in this game? Why does hair look so bad in this game? Why is there like a bizarre shimmering effect on like sand hills in a desert? It's all because of bad temporal AA. Yeah, especially with the last example is a great way to put it. And uh, the water could also really fit that definition too because one of the things they really struggle with is high contrast. It's mm -hmm. hard to articulate a hard contrast angle when you're only sampling one in every six pixels or whatever and you're extrapolating the rest. Also, it might view the shimmer, the harsh bright light, which is funny because that's a basic lighting technique to put a key light on someone to separate them from the background. Um, it might view that as just noise. You know, why is that pixel so bright? That doesn't make sense given the objects behind and next to it, like mm -hmm. on the face and behind it. Um, so, you know, a lot of the things I saw in things like, what was it, the Witcher's ray tracing update or whatever, is when you would more rely on DLSS and things, it would smooth that over. So you would lose key lighting entirely in some situations. Um, but yeah, it's an important technology. It can improve stuff. The first time I ever noticed this and the problems it causes was Kingdom Hearts 3, weirdly enough. I didn't know what it was. If you go back and watch one of those streams at random, I think it... I think I said that I thought it was shader caching uh -huh. because I couldn't understand what else it could fucking be. I was like, clearly they cached the shaders one frame too long because <laughs> Sora's outline is being projected onto the grass beneath him. <laughs> but no, it's just it couldn't understand the whole grass moved this way. Mm -hmm. And we just used ambient occlusion to paint a Sora shaped silhouette on the grass move the silhouette. Um, nowadays, uh, it runs better. So it's more mitigated. You run uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 on a PS5 or a PC that can run it. And frame rate really does help artifacts with these sorts of things. So aside from this temporal AA thing, the other information we know about the PS5 Pro is that the uh, CPU has been clocked up. It's now 4.4 uh, gigahertz, I believe. And then the GPU is approximately twice as powerful. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty substantial. Honestly, for this stuff, uh, Paper Beast is... I know it seems like I'm dragging Paper Beast for no reason, but it really is the only game I've played recently where I go, you should have Temporal AA, because <laughs> it is weirdly jaggy. It's got a lot of jaggies, like huh. a lot of jaggies. Yeah, for a, a PS4 original right. v PSVR game. That came to PS5, off. and admittedly, it is way higher res on PS5. You see so much more detail, but it just has aliasing a lot of the time. Huh. Um, but... Temporal AA can be a really good solution, especially when you don't use it the way we were just talking about, where you fill in fake pixels, uh, because there's a mode on PC called DL, instead of DLSS, it's DLAA, and all you do is anti-alias. You don't fake any of the rendered pixels, you just 
reduce aliasing with them, mm. which is kind of like, you know, other anti-aliasing things like MSAA and other things where you're still rendering every pixel. You just then try to reduce the aliasing using deep learning. I hope games that are performant already just use that because then you don't have any of the number of problems we just discussed. Yeah. Uh, and that's how I like to use it, but that's because I own a 4090. <laughs> Good job. Look, you can't say you own a 4090 without it just being an implied farting in someone's face because fuck you. No one should own a 4090. <laughs> I had to listen to a motherfucker who owns a 4090 being like, I don't know that a PS5 Pro makes sense. Steam Deck OLED does. And I'm like, man, why is it so incomprehensible for you to imagine I own a console and I would like the game to look and run even better? Why is that such a hard... Right, you want it to be the best as it can be. It's not complicated. If, if, if you are a PC person who has made the leap. You own a 4090! Yeah. See, see, it's not thinking the PS5 is stupid and unnecessary. There's no problem with that line of thinking on its own. It's that while you own a 4090, not for productivity, but for games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I don't get it. These people really need to just learn to empathize with other people and understand their perspectives because that's super understandable. A lot of it, it seventh gen like permanently broke PC guys forever. Yeah. Where it's like they, they think seventh gen is now all consoles forever. Like, no, guys, games don't run it. <laughs> 18 frames a second now if they're not on PC. In fact, most games now can run at 60 frames a second on console. They now have performance modes that let them do that. Yeah, I mean, that's for the games that don't just naturally do that. Most games I played in the last three years locked 60 and never dropped a frame, basically. Because these consoles are really fucking strong. Mm -hmm. Which is why, you know, having a pro mode has, to me, seemed like why would you do that? And you heard me many times be like, why would you do that unless you have a proper solution, a bulletproof Sony-developed solution, because that's another part of this. This is a Sony thing. All right. This is not AMD coming out with their own version. Right, because we've seen that a few times. It's called FSR 2, and it looks bad. Right. <laughs> By the way, FSR 3 now is open source, and since that, much like FSR 2 is... Oh, they did the same thing as NVIDIA. They named FSR 3. The, they named it's the thing that pretends thing. entire frames <sighs> FSR 3. Just like DLSS Disgusting. 3 is the thing that invents entire frames. That will never look good. And anyone who tells you it looks good might be more than a little blind. I don't know. I don't know, fam. I'm sorry. I just don't know how your eyeballs don't see. Like, in the thing I, I, I know always that most, hear. A ton of gaming journalists are colorblind, but I didn't think it was extended to regular blind. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh,. I always hear the argument of, well, the frame generation, you know, it's, it's, the more frames you have, the better it looks. And it's like, well, as it turns out, half of the time the screen's wrong. So no. <laughs> no matter how many frames, no matter how high you put that number, it is still half of the screen at all but, times. But, it's uh, but, but it's a lot more frames, though. No, it's, it's still. <laughs> no, it's, it, it, it's got what gamers crave. It's got frames. Let's do <laughs> a mental exercise. Now, take a full second worth of frames. So let's say it runs at 60 frames per second, so half the frames are long or wrong. Uh-huh. So that's half of that second that's wrong, okay? Right. Now now let's take 240 frames per second. So 120 of those frames are are wrong. Okay. 
and that's half of 240. So half well, of the frames are still wrong. Well, see, that's not really a problem because since the human eye can't see more than 60 frames a second, it's only going to see those 60 frames that are right. The other 120 frames are just to reduce input latency and improve game feel. But frame generation adds input latency. Nah. <laughs> that that part right there is stunningly close to a discussion that will actually ha happen in a major publication within the next three years. It's already happened multiple times. Yep. Remember, remember, remember DMC, the DMC will have the feel of 60 frames a second. Remember that? Oh of course I can't God. forget. Yeah. Yeah. God. Everything uh, about the marketing for that game was heinous. Stop being mad that we're making a shitty game with the same name as a game you like. You're being childish and probably <laughs> racist. <laughs> I feel Please like... don't look at the fact we're a British company and therefore instantly fall to any allegations levied us at us about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every conversation I've ever had with someone about frame frame generation, right? Where keep in mind it's just like your TV does, where it guesses what the in-between frame is it stores a frame and then it guesses at this one and then it shows the next real frame every single one of those makes me feel like that lemmy skit <laughs> it's still a kilogram of feathers <laughs> every time and they're just like but that's way more feathers <laughs> i know <laughs> it is way more frames but half of them are still wrong but um, they're going so fast Anyways, what I was going to say is them open sourcing this uh, means maybe it since I'm, as I'm sure it is still a compute shader thing. So it's just a formula. It can now appear in it on anything at any time. No, no. And their frame generation is even worse than the uh, NVIDIA's. Yeah, of course. Because it just runs on a compute shader. It doesn't have dedicated hardware, just like DLSS. <laughs> so this is the future. Anyway. I'm excited for the PS5 Pro now because, okay. because I, I am averse to temporal AA as a solution to get a game to run at radically higher resolution, but having a good temporal AA solution in a console with beefier hardware that it's more optimized for ray tracing, whatever. Uh -huh. like, I would, I, like, let me be honest. If I see Spider-Man 2 running at 60 frames per second in the fidelity mode, yeah, I'm probably going to shit my pants. Who wouldn't? <laughs> but like... Just the thought that a game with temporal AA probably will implement the Sony solution instead of just using FSR2 or Unreal's built-in thing. That gives me enough confidence to just buy the fucker. Mm -hmm. It is funny, though, that we kind of solved performance in games on console. So now we have to invent new ways to make games that aren't sustainable and yeah. break the console right. so it's it doesn't like, run well. Maybe we just don't use those. No? No, that's okay. impossible. We couldn't possibly just again, make games again. the way we make them normally. No, the goal to progress is to aspire to do a great thing poorly. <laughs> I like I I get that not everybody is a Sony first party studio. But when God of War Ragnarok can look that way at 60 frames a second, what are what what is the benefit of what you're doing? It's even funnier like, because that's with an obviously lesser temporal AA solution there. Yeah. Because the but, Sony one, unlike these right. other ones, will probably, like, if you look at the Sony games, 
in the way their temporal AA works, and I mean Insomniac, Sony Santa Monica, etc., they generally try to mitigate artifacts more than present more detail, which is why you don't notice it as much. Right. Like, I played through all that DLC, and, and never was I like, why is Kratos' back turning into goo? Why is all the particles on screen causing a stream that just continues I out of them because they couldn't understand it? Yeah. Again, uh, every t every time I try to get a little further in Jedi Survivor, I just spin the camera and like see mush, and I'm like, why? <laughs> to what end? Yeah, that's why there's still hope for the PS4 version being the best version of that <laughs> game when you play on the PS5. Uh, that I do need to see that. We need to get that at launch. <laughs> yes. If it actually happens. If it actually happens. I'm still skeptical. Yeah, I know. Um, but what I was going to say is, like, given Sony's track record on it, like, at no point have I ever looked at a Sony game and gone, ah, oh, this image looks terrible because of the temporal AA. Yeah, I think the only time I saw, saw you complain about it was Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, which ran like shit on ran, the console. Ran, ran really bad on. and was, you know, that was how many years ago? That was uh, 2018 or something. Yeah. 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 So, so, you know, knowing that they're making a hardware accelerated solution like that, it's in the new thing and their goals are evidence through the work they've done so far. That's really promising. I'm interested in that. No, I don't expect that to be most people. Most people couldn't even fucking understand temporal AA, even if I sat them down. It's basically like crypto, uh, crypto right? Uh -huh. You try to explain a cryptocurrency to someone, they're like, I would simply just uh, make up the numbers that was money. And I'm like, that's... <laughs> oh, I thought they a... usually ended with, so where do I sign up? <laughs> yeah, that's usually how that goes. No, that's only when a celebrity tells them. Right. <laughs> um... Which I am, actually. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited for this. Um, and really, I think even if this is just a box that somehow runs the Sony games at like locked 120 and locked 60 fidelity mode tiers, that's a pretty cool thing. Uh-huh. It would be pretty cool for Spider-Man 2 to be like, I'm locked 120 the whole time. No matter what's happening, I'm just always peak frame rate. That's always neat. It's so weird that Microsoft's marketing early on was so centered on being the strongest console, and then it changed to most consistently performant console. And now they don't even have in the works as far as everything that's leaked, which I would feel like if it was happening soon, it would have leaked to some extent. We it have would have been in that. It would have been in that fucked up. We accidentally uploaded all our plans to the FTC thing. Right. right? And if anything changed since then, which is doubtful, um, it would have leaked by now too. It's really weird then that they're just giving up on that front because it's too expensive to engineer another right. console. Did did this come out as part of the, the leak with Insomniac? No. Okay. No, this is just uh, the dev kits are shipping to third parties this month. And oh. so Sony expects all of the specs to be online. Okay. They didn't announce it. Uh-huh. But Tom Warren's like, yeah, the consoles are shipping to third party developers this month. So um, Sony. But the Switch 2's ones aren't. No. Okay. Just making sure. Switch 2 isn't real, Bob. Yeah, but there's not. There's you not... didn't take your Switch 2 pills, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you started talking about the Switch 2 again. I told you, Bob, it's not real. Take your pills. Anyways, I'm done talking about that. Let's move on. Hey, Agro. Yeah, Holy bro? shit. I did not see your first news talk. <laughs> so <laughs> cast your mind back two weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, you will recall that we predicted that, uh, I mean, by process of elimination, 
that the the Xbox version of Baldur's Gate three would probably be released during the Game Awards. Yes, and it mm-hmm. was. Uh, but the game's director and head of Larian Studios just forgot to mention it <laughs> while they were receiving their award. Yeah, like I think they were supposed to mention it at any award they received. They received how many and didn't mention it once? <laughs> yeah. They like he even tweeted it like, that's my bad, I forgot. So it came out that night, uh, and has since had the troublesome habit of deleting saves. Uh, which is not great. It's not what you want uh, your video game to be doing. Um, Especially when it's 60, 80 hours long. Uh-huh. Uh. L- Larian has suggested things you might do to prevent this, but, I mean, it's everything you would think of. Update your console. Take uh, it to GameStop and buy a PS5. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine they were that savage? They'd make, make that sure. fucking Kratos voice actor thing like, like nothing, right? <laughs> no, they God, spent, see, they spent so long getting it to run on this thing. They're gonna sell some copies. Did you see yeah. that somebody who works on Call of Duty got seethingly upset about that remark? Yeah, oh, I yeah, wish I could have seen all the receipts of that uh, blowout because apparently, um, at yeah, one he, point he, he got uh, he was like, "Uh oh, people are looking at me." Yeah, apparently he said something along the lines of, uh, "Yeah, well, uh, Call of Duty as a fr- this year's Call of Duty outsold all of uh, God of War as a franchise." It's just like, that's what you just complained that that guy was a rude asshole. And that's your counter. He's not even the developer, right? So, um, so yeah, uh, in case it helps, they're saying stuff like make sure your console's up to date, power it off by hitting the Xbox button and, you know, do turning it off through the menu. Don't unplug it. Uh, if you're done playing, don't leave it on suspend. Actually, like, quit to the main menu and close the game. As uh, usual, the suspend yeah. mode. Quick resume. Ruins quick resume things. is su- quick resume is such a fucking botch. Like, it's legitimately embarrassing that they even they ever gassed that up as marketing. I I feel like it fails on me more often than it succeeds. Yeah, yeah. and like at this point, they're like, we have this feature. No, you don't. Sorry. Microsoft has a self-driving car for at least a few years before the DMV gets tired of it. (laughs) Speaking of Call of Duty, Uh uh, no no matter what you have to say about uh, that mode, uh, its its campaign mode or its brevity or its lack of content or its overall quality or the timetable in which it was produced or how the game came out in the end, it is now the second highest selling game of 2023 after a month. Of course. Good job, Microsoft. You earned it. So Call I just. Duty, it's just. Like, yeah. It's, 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 I just wanted to point this out once again so that if you're ever having a moment where you're wondering why the same stupid shit keeps happening in this industry over and over and over again, and you're asking yourself, why doesn't anybody learn? It's because there's nothing to learn. This is the highest selling game. I'm sorry, second highest selling game of 2023. Call it, call it like I. So many things that seemed eternal are now shattered and broken. That I'm surprised Call of Duty can still tank through this shit. I feel like when Call of Duty falls, it will literally just be, we can't get one out this year. Yeah, like, like it, that's going to be, be back end be industry Atlas. collapse. It, yes, it will be like from the back end because. Like Assassin's Creed 
got its knees broken. Again, that's on the back end because they decided they needed the infinite service version of Assassin's Creed. But then all these service things seemed eternal and they're all broken. Does anybody want to guess uh, what's still beating it? Final Fantasy 16. Bob? Zelda? Nope. Chris? Hogwarts Legacy? Ding, 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 ding. Of course. I read about that being the highest selling game this year earlier. Tears of the Kingdom is now number three. Activision will learn the wrong lesson from this. (laughs) I don't think they'll learn any lesson from this. I think now that they're owned by Microsoft, they're frozen in time forever. And are like, like, you know, those people who get a head injury so they they can't form new memories. Mm -hmm. That's now Activision. Yeah, that's usually how that goes. But no, this time so they, they will learn the worst thing possible to make us all want to die. They'll be like, well, obviously our game needs to be more political. We need to give the gamers a reason to buy this game to own other people. Was was that a thing? With Hogwarts? Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Call of Duty. Nobody gives... Harry Potter was successful because fucking people who don't normally play video games bought a copy to play on their friends or... Relatives. Yeah, no. This is this is what we call Xbox. A joke. Or PlayStation. <laughs> but people genuinely argue that, Dan. I've seen it. I see it constantly. Well, there you go. They just need to make it more political. <laughs> I'm tired of these soy Call of Duty games. Let me do something based. <laughs> I by the way, I need to address this. I keep seeing I keep seeing people say, isn't isn't it weird that Hogwarts Legacy had no impact on the industry despite selling so much? It's a fucking Ubisoft clone. No shit. It's mm-hmm. a Xerox of a Xerox of a Xerox. I, There's I not a single fucking original idea in that game. I'm not sure what impact was supposed to be had. What's supposed to... Nobody talks about a mechanic or any part of the story oh, or anything like that. We're all like supposed that. to be jacking off their game that they like. That's my favorite type of person no, on no, the No, no, no. This was a person. This is a person who was making just an observation. Like it's insane oh. that nobody knows anything about this game that sold 30 million copies. To which I respond, Yeah. I mean Do you know anything about Assassin's Creed Valhalla? I bet you don't. Yeah. Other I than mean, Vikings are in it. Most people would drop off pretty fast. That's how gigantic games, te- not always, but tend to go when they're literally the, we made the gigantic, immersive narrative, hold your hand all the time at the beginning, especially sort of experience game. Yeah, it also wasn't designed to be like this progressive, innovative tentpole of of the craft of the industry. It was a Product. game that had a Harry Potter logo on it. That's what it was for. Right, right. a high yeah. budget game that had a Harry right. Potter logo on it. Uh, hey, Bob. Hey. I, I got you. news. I heard you got news. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh-huh. I don't I don't want to blow your mind. Make sure you're sitting down for this. Freedom Planet 2 is not coming to consoles this year. What? No. There's it's, so much time, though. Right? Wait. Was that still supposedly happening? Yes, that's still supposedly happening, even in December. Uh, but no, now they've r- r- delayed it to spring 2024. And they promised new features. Such as 60 frames per second scrolling for the camera, so that way... No, they didn't say what they had. They said new features. <laughs> and they want to make sure it's up to the, the high bar of quality that the PC one has. I'm like, 
yo, that's, that ain't fixed yet either, guys. <laughs> yeah, I will actually double dip if you fix the scrolling. I, I'm I'm real yeah, upset too. that, mm -hmm. that you, it's, it, it's still not fucking fixed. It's been over a year, guys. Yeah, oh. yes, holy shit. God, has it? Yeah, it was the last year's game of the year that we played that. Oh, my God. To make sure. Yeah, it was like November, October last year. Wow. For anyone who's you... unaware, it's a game made in Unity. Oh so um, Unity has a problem in the earlier versions. They fixed it since then where uh, the camera doesn't actually sync to the frame rate. So you would actually get a smooth frame rate at 60. The game would be updating at 60. But because the camera would lock itself in place for the next frame, it wouldn't look it at all. So yeah, this is also it's it, a version of this is also what affected um, River City Girls too, and that ActRaiser game. Oh yeah, and I, I think the Super Mario RPG remake for has a version of this in some places. So about why I'm so fucking glad that people are using Unity and not either Godot or Unreal. Uh huh. Anyway, the problem's fixed now. If you're making a game in Unity, please update to the latest version of Unity. It'll be worth it for reasons you should understand. Yeah, I know it's probably going to break everything. That but doesn't matter have, because have... the way your game is right now is broken. Right? <laughs> um, Kojima Productions is apparently working with A24 to make a live-action Death Stranding movie. Of course. But not like a remake of the game. Uh-huh. It's just something else in that universe is going to go more into the Death Stranding event. Even more, of course. Yes. It of all course. adds up. You can buy an A24 Death Stranding t-shirt now. I think it's 40 bucks. It's the <sighs> A24 with the uh the, the leaking logo like Death Stranding. That's 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 too much for a shirt. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh I wouldn't do it, but you can. I'm I'm looking it up now so we can judge it. Oh, it's a, it's a hoodie. Now, one moment. <laughs> God damn it. This changes everything. This changes everything. One second. One second, fellas. I'm sorry. There are so many images I could use, but I'm going to use this one because, you know, having your models stand there wearing shirts for uh -huh. a picture is always funny. And it's how funny is it? And this time, pretty fucking it was, oh, wait, that's not the yeah, drippy that, one. That's just the generic. He gave me all the correct one in the first one I clicked on. One second. I'm going to leave that up while I get the correct image, though, because <laughs> that's still... I always love that. Okay. Okay, here we go. So what, what do you think? Is that a... How much is the hoodie? I don't know. One moment. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. The hoodie, huh? Guys, you can't just call it a shirt. <laughs> That's clearly a hoodie. Wait, is it? They're is saying it this is. They're saying this is. Yeah, the shirt is twenty-seven dollars. Okay. The hoodie is forty. Okay. Weird. That's at all acceptable yeah, right. pricing. Yeah, I just saw the the various news articles. Like, yeah, there's a shirt for twenty for forty dollars. I'm like, here's what? Here's my problem though. They'll think I'm an A24 fan. <laughs> right. Could have been cool. Anyway, hey, Bob. Hey. What else do you got? Uh, Atomic Heart DLC. Trapped in Limbo. Comes out February 6th. Uh, they, re they released a trailer. This whole thing seems to be set in the dream dimension thing where you play as the rabbit person. No. Yeah. No. Um, no. Right? Because that's, that's like... No. Aesthetically neat, but oh, no. man. Uh, they add a lot. There's combat now. You have guns and stuff in no. there. No. 
there's bouncing you have mini games you, you play like fair uh fair games sort of things like shooting uh targets and stuff like that i no. wonder if they ever <laughs> fucking patched that game to not give you shit randomly yeah i don't know uh, like but... i would sure i i sure might actually play that game again if i could be uh sure that i would get weapons the game wanted me to have at re at rational times for me to receive those weapons instead of go through the entire game being like when the fuck am i gonna get a rocket launcher and then never get the rocket launcher because the schematic to build the rocket launcher is a random drop yeah i can't tell you how good having the rocket launcher in that game was oh man i wish i knew what that was like <laughs> god i had so many weapons <laughs> Yeah, if you're curious what we thought about Atomic Heart, please go listen to the Atomic Heart spoiler cast. Um, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> right? I would never have expected this to be the DLC. That sucks, man. Yeah, it's, it's pretty weird. You got any other news that sucks, man? Yeah, I have plenty of... I have one more news article that has all the suck it could possibly get. Cool. Who's uh, the suck bastard this week? Free Radical Design is officially closed. Fuck you, Embracer. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. This will not be the first Embracer kill. I mean, it wasn't. Um, yeah, sorry. This will not be the last. Oh, okay. No? No, I don't think so. Didn't they shut down something right after this? Yes. So it technically wasn't already? <laughs> yes. yes, I think that... Uh, this industry, man. Sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh, if you ever wonder what exactly fuels me being jaded about AAA games, it's this. It's the fact that games come out, they're not done, and then at the corporate end, we're just getting giant consolidated companies who have really shitty meetings and goals with their games. We have a fucking education system for game design that's teaching them all the wrong fucking lessons. Like... It didn't used to be that I could look at the entire Western industry and be like, yeah, you suck shit. But as of late, it really is kind of there. Yeah. It's a rare exception that you hit something that's truly strong. And it seems like everyone from all these normal publishers is just turning out garbage or can't turn out a single game. Like, yeah. you know, Dragon Age. Like even Baldur's Gate is technically indie because it's like, yeah, not because Larian's made, tiny. Right. They made a deal with the publisher, but the, with the owner of, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah. <sighs> hey, hey, Chris, you got any cool? You got any cool stories? <sighs> Let's do everything before we have to talk about that the industry is burning to the ground. Block. But Chris, that's your whole news. <laughs> not all of it. Yeah, it's just barely not all of it. Uh, so Twitch has decided you can have boobs on stream, sort of. Fine women, you can stream too. <laughs> uh, so what basically happened is uh, a really popular streamer was streaming with her boobs out, but with the camera just high enough that it would not show anything. Mm -hmm. And of course that got a lot of attention. And so Twitch very transparently on a management side said, well, we either have to ban her or continue making money off her and change our policy. So they changed their policy. Uh, except so, so now enforcement on, on boobs, either in the game or on your stream or things you're drawing on the stream for artists is now completely arbitrary and up to their, their poorly trained 
uh, and frankly, amateurish and stupid moderation team. So a lot of people are like, uh, I follow, uh, I followed the, the, the guidelines you put out exactly. And your guys banned me and it goes, Hmm, they're allowed to do that because we, we have a, we have a really, we have a fine line that is so poorly defined that nobody can actually see it. And if somebody, and if a person, every single one of which has a different point where that line exists, decides you crossed it, they get to ban you for three days. Cool. Yeah, I saw a lot uh, so, of artists excited to try this out, and then like the next day, yeah, I banned. <laughs> yeah, Twitch, Twitch has this real problem. There's there's this real problem where everybody on the internet's pretty much an adult now. Like it's not 2003 anymore. Most people using most sites at least want the option to click over and see titties. On the website, on one of the four websites we're still allowed to have. <laughs> and Twitch, understandably, would like to cater to that to make money. The downside is every single payment processor in the entire human society is run by a psychotic church marm. And this isn't a joke. Like the lead, like the owners who hold the reins of like MasterCard are like insane Puritans. Mm -hmm. That's why there's all, there's so much problems around sexual content on the internet period because payment processors are all insane yep so now twitch has to live in a phantom zone where it's like well if you make enough money for us it's okay otherwise you're punished i hate this sort of hypocrisy yeah and i've seen so and i've much. seen a lot of people try and claim that, that the moderators are making a distinction between artistic portrayals of nudity and erotic portrayals of nudity, to which I respond, two of the things Twitch specifically referred to several things as erotic displays, which are permitted, such as strip teases and pole dancing. So maybe, just maybe, you don't have to pretend the giant company has its shit together. It might just be a giant, stupid behemoth lumbering towards what it perceives as positive. For it, not the world. Right. Yeah, yeah, this shit's exhausting. Fuck this. Yeah, if if, if you have a if, if if you're a if you're a if you're a partner plus, you can have your boobs out. Otherwise, you probably should. You'll probably get banned. I'm a partner plus. <laughs> I have boobs. One moment. I knew I do. I was doing all that VR for some reason. <laughs> uh, so Sega trademarked a million things in in like following up the uh, the Game Awards thing. Uh, they trademarked Alex Kidd. <laughs> Boo. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares, Moby. I care. It's funny as shit. <laughs> uh, Altered Beast. Yeah. Nobody cares, Moby. What? No, that's a great game. We even did an armchair devs on it. <laughs> Wait, it's armchair Turtle devs Alex Kidd. <laughs> Bet. Sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> Eternal Guardians. Oh, I thought it was Eternal Champions. Like Oh, Eternal Champions, Eternal Champions. They're, they're shitty Mortal Kombat knockoff. Yeah, w no, don't don't try. No. I grew up yeah, with just, that. No, I'm sorry. It'd be just, really it would be really funny if that came back before Virtua Fighter. Right. You can put a, you can put a guest character from there in a new Virtua Fighter game. That'd be funny. Yeah, that'd be great. Wait, 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 why are we talking about Eternal Champions? I don't see Comic Zone anywhere on this list, and that's a million times more valid. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Kid Chameleon. 
No, 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 dude, 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 no. Calm what down. What fucking uh, is Kid Chameleon? That thing where the, you get fucking costumes and the kid like has a skateboard and shades and is epic. Yeah. What the fuck, Sega? That's a concept that could be good. Remember, we talked about this. Stop just bringing back games that were good. Let's bring back some bad games and try them again. <laughs> now they uh, run at the bad frame rate because Unity. <laughs> uh, outrun. even worse games. Outrun's great. I think, uh, yeah. Outrun's good. Outrun's good. Uh, Afterburner, also good. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah, you could even Super just do the Monk ports of the previous entries of these games, and be, people would be happy. It's true. Uh, S Super Monkey Ball, which you've done, they've done, they yeah, did like those two collections, collections like, yeah, or not collections, but re-releases, like ports, remasters, yeah, remasters. So, so a new one seems obvious. Mm -hmm. And House of the Dead, good. Fuck I you. would like you to, I would like you to do something more than that fucking horrid remake, right? Because they might just consider that enough. They're like, hey, we handed it to this chop shop, and they put out product, and you said it was okay for Panzer Dragoon, so um, now it's okay for this. It, it's worth noting that a lot of this shit seems to be under the purview of the division that's specifically like responsible for big online shit. Hmm. So I'm, I'm sitting here wondering, is this gonna be some really? pandering to the biggest boomers in the world like you load into the Sega Attitude Era app and can load into any of these games and that's their super ultra game? Yeah, like a giant Namco museum thing. I mean, that would be yes, sick. Yes, but except all the games are new. Mm -hmm. That would be like, I, I I thought when I saw that and saw this and then, then played Fortnite this week, I'm like, is this what Sega's gonna do? Where you have the you have the Sega Sega Boomer does what Nintendo don't app, and you can load into the new Streets of Rage and Crazy Taxi and all this shit. That'd be is cool. That what you're going for hell yeah, let's do it. And for some reason, NES Rygar's there. <laughs> How'd they get it? Bob, do you know of any cool uh, Sega Genesis games that feature green protagonists with amazing 3D-like effects owned by Sega that... Yeah, Green Dog! There we go. Yeah, Green Dog <laughs> would be a pretty great game for this. Don't you think, Agro? Okay, before I continue with the Battletoads joke I was going to make, I have to ask, <laughs> is Green Dog a real thing? You yeah. don't know about Green Dog! <laughs> He's not. He's he's not green though. He's not. His, his sandals are pretty sure. Yeah, why would a dog something. be wearing sandals? It's not. Well, a he's dog. not a dog. He, oh, he's not course. a dog either. Don't, he's don't he's a surfer. <laughs> <laughs> not green. Not a dog wearing sandals. <laughs> he, he's a surfer. He's an epic surfer, dude. So he's green dog. Okay, so here you go, Agro. Here, we're just gonna run you through this real quick. Okay. What the you, fuck do you mean you, that that was a Sonic team made that? Fuck you, off. You see this aggro? <laughs> okay. I do. You, I you see, see a green dog. See, that's not green dog. <laughs> <laughs> just so we're that, that, we that, had to make sure that's green dog. <laughs> He's the beached surfer dude. That is clearly the guy who wears the Seven Up Dot mascot costume. <laughs> The beached surfer dude. So is, is, is that thing on the on the left side of his head like the curve of his hair, or does he have some bizarre flesh flap on the back of his head? Uh, I think it's supposed to be his hair, but I don't know. That's his ears. His ears form a tube around the backside. Is he of his a Star hair. Trek monster? I, I, 
I guess it's yes. his hair because because the the uh, cuffs of his shorts and the waistband of his shorts look identical to it. Okay, Agro. I also need you to know because you might start crossing some wires. It is not the same as Town and Country's Wood and Water Rage. That is a completely different game for the NES. Okay. See, I thought you I thought you were gonna be like, no, SC Agro, it's not Lester the Unlikely. No no one should ever bring up Lester the Unlikely. <laughs> I'm already like, what the heck is this game? Also not to be confused. Oh, that game's made by Atlas. I thought you were an Atlas fan. I guess not. Clearly you're not. Also not to be I confused with... I see, with... see LJN on it. Yeah, they're the publisher. They're not a developer. Uh, also not to be confused with Town & Country Surf whatever, Thrilla Surfari. Also not to be confused with Radical Rex. Sometimes I forget that 90s art was uh, a real thing that happened and not a series of nightmares I had over a decade. <laughs> I, I look forward to somebody who's just joining the stream now. <laughs> anyway, what the fuck were we actually... Oh, yeah, it was a Vector Man joke. <laughs> yeah, anyway, was a Vector Man in there. <laughs> you got any uh, other, other news, Chris? <laughs> Uh, uh. Yeah, it's time for the uh, black and white tune aesthetic shooter. Mouse was announced for 2025. It looks like a first person shooter with really, really fluid. Like 1930s black and white style sprites for the enemies huh. and your and your and, and your hands and weapons, of course. Yeah, it's, that's got that's really Got an awesome vibe to it. Holy shit. It's like if Cuphead was a first person shooter. Oh my god. It's like if Skyrim was a different game. Well, I guess it's coming out in like six years then. Yeah, there you go. Just assume. Yeah, I don't expect in 2025. <laughs> oh wait. Here, actually, I don't know. This looks pretty done. I got a picture of a level right here. Uh, seems like... Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Google. For giving me this picture of this game I googled <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the bad news sure uh, so there was this zombie game called the day before oh my god uh, <laughs> it, it got really terrible looking bullshot trailers and was delayed multiple times. It came out like a week ago and then like the same day the developer said we're closing forever. Goodbye. They also said it was an MMO and then dev people on the dev team came out and said this was never going to be an MMO. We don't know why all the marketing was about this game being an MMO. We intended this game to have at most like 80 people on a server at once. It was supposed to be like Daisy. Oh. Uh, so it came out, basically didn't work in any capacity whatsoever. But the dev studio said, goodbye forever, we're leaving. <sighs> uh, and then they took the game down from Steam. And I, yeah. still, I still can't tell how it was a scam, for whose benefit, if any. I'm waiting to find out that, like, because the developer was, was working under a publisher. I'm waiting to find out that the publisher just ran some bizarre scheme and took all the money and planned to take all the money and run. Yeah, the weirdest part is I'm pretty sure the developer CEO deleted his Twitter account the day they announced <laughs> that they were gone. They're just out. 
gone. And this thing's rancid. Yeah, of course. This thing's Did, absolutely so rancid. So how, how much were they charging? Was it 40? It's like maybe this game was just to get those sales and then leave. The funny thing is like something like half of the people who bought it got a refund. Yeah, it looks like it looks. Hmm. I don't know. Some people are saying 40, other 50. Some of the things I'm saying are pointing towards 40, but not sure. Yep. $40 early access, 50 full release. There you go. Early access for a day. <laughs> not sure what that was about. How weird. Anyway, uh, E3's dead. God. Again. Yeah, it keeps happening. I'm, I'm really sick Good. of it. Stay dead this time. E3 was a great and necessary evil. Um, maybe we've moved past it. I have a lot of great memories I feel memories like the only... Of... Go ahead. The, o the only thing now is going to be people trying to do their own nintendo directs that have no business trying to do that i mean that's not true um plenty of people are doing their summer games fest like instead of e3 well yeah that's um, what i mean like it's the, the only the like the kinks in the system now are a bunch of people who have no business having three hour shows having three hour shows and then we'll just be left to that forever whereas if e3 had stayed we would have four days and then we would be done for the whole fucking summer uh-huh yeah, I, I like these three a lot. It was for a long time like, oh man, it'd be cool to actually go there one day. Yeah, and then, and then yeah, yeah, no, yeah, and everything just crashed. Sucks. Yeah, no, it does suck. It sucks a lot. It sucks that the number one reason it started falling apart is that the big three just slowly realized especially nintendo first and then sony that they didn't need e3 at all and they could just do their directs and that pulled all the power out of that mm -hmm. and then left a power vacuum no one even wanted to fill yeah so it just imploded yeah and then e3 instead of like dsa trying to court people and make it easier to get in and make it something that could be for publish smaller publishers is like no the fees are so insane yeah the fees are insane so it can't serve that purpose either right like it was it's rough i wonder what horrible creature will come back wearing the skin of e3 because it's not it's not going to die forever it's too strong of a thing right. it's e3 i wonder if chep keely will pick up the corpse in some way that's e3 the best case slash g4 i don't even think summer gaming is gonna last that long i don't you think jeff keely is gonna be picking up shit I don't know. I feel like he does care about the industry and that the industry it needs something during the summer. I, I mean, think yeah, he might care, but I don't th like I think we're going to run out of people even wanting to bother. No, I don't think that's true at all. I think Summer Games Fest has worked out for Keeley. I mean, the Game Awards is basically the same thing, just at a different time of year. Mm hmm. Oh, and they pretend to give awards. But here's the thing. You can't get mad about that because you're implying that you actually give a shit about the opinions of game journalists, which are fucking morons. You all agreed 10 seconds before you got angry about the awards weren't given enough time when they went to the wrong thing. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, no, I think he's definitely going to keep up Summer Games Fest, and I think it's possible he might want to buy the trademark to E3, but the question is, would they even part with that for a reasonable price? Right, like, would, would it make any sense to do... For like, him, because right, he's got enough brand awesome. recognition. Yeah, it's already pretty big. And he gets to promote it every year at the Game Awards, and the, the Game Awards at Summer Game Fest every year, so like... Mm-hmm. But still, E3 as a, a, a sound has power and potential for at least the next 10 years. Yeah. Once you get past that, I think it'll die. Yeah, yeah. If there's literally no motion on it for 10 years, you're probably right. Even though, God, how long is it going? For 25 20, years. Yeah. 28 years. Because the first one was 95. Yeah, that's yeah crazy. No. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I have a lot of good memories about throwing E3 parties. The cool thing about E3 is that people had to fit into a schedule mm -hmm. and all the different channels could do their different schedules around the events of the thing. But the major shit happened at very particular times. Uh, it was a great viewing experience compared to what we have now. Um, and it made the game publishers have to try harder. God, and then, like, we got a lot of really neat stuff, like, GameStop or GameSpot and IGN would mm -hmm. both set up booths literally there and have extended interviews with developers and where you got to see literally new stuff from the game. Yeah, and then YouTube Gaming would do it too and then Rocco Bodie would trick the guy who knew who yes. was the host of YouTube Gaming into showing a skit where a man eats human shit live on the E3 stream and then pretend that Rocco didn't do that. So yeah, E3 was pretty magic. <laughs> Uh, also, yeah, there's the giant bomb stuff. My yeah. favorite stuff from the later E3s is getting to see the giant bomb after the show segments where they have all the developers, important figures in the industry just stop by and talk and stuff. And it was always kind of crazy and it was cool. Yeah. As it turns out, online streamed videos to announce hype shit is not the same as getting an industry into one spot. The real major losses here are going to be the networking and the other things that are also important for the industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was also just like the, the amount of access you would have at, at, a, at a floor show like that, where now they're like, here's the trailer. Before it'd be like, can we play that gameplay segment you showed? Why not? And you'd like you, you'd also have stuff where like they'd catch you running your presentation on a Mac Pro instead of your Xbox. Right. Yeah. See, there's something amazing about. Wait a minute. This is just a Mac, a Power Mac Pro or whatever with your fucking three Power PC cores or two. It was only dual core. This yeah, this is under the table right now. Right. Oh man, and then stuff like the Konami shows, like you can only get these things if a large company has to do something if live. If they're forced to do something at a time and a place to <laughs> compete with other people doing a thing which drives them insane. Yes. Yes. I think Sony would be more affected if they had to go to E3 and compared to say Nintendo, they would show up with their one game for the year. I mean, they just wouldn't show up. Yeah, I like mean that's where we ended doing up. that before this went away. Yeah, that's and that's the problem. There's no pressure put on them, right? They don't have to in the streaming era. Like, uh, can you can you get rid of the internet? Then we can have E3 back. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, just like Game Developers Conference and some other events, it is important to get people to network and get people to show up at a certain place. 
I think there's value in that, not just for the industry, but for us as uh, spectators. But yeah, I don't know. Last, it's when's the last time there was a good E3? Is a really complicated question. Right, there was uh, even 2015. An E3. Yeah, that's you know what, pretty close. <laughs> I think I think I think because 2015 is when they revealed Shinmu Three, which at the time was insanely cool. Yes, maybe less so when it finally came out. Um. Near Automata was revealed then, and it was like by far by the combat director of Metal Gear Rising. So everybody was real excited. Mm-hmm. That's when they showed the Final Fantasy VII remake, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. Was that also when they had God of War 2018 revealed? I, I, yes, I think, I think that so. was. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really crazy show. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no. <laughs> and, and Nintendo was there like. It's another year before we can acknowledge the Switch even sort of exists. We have to keep pretending this fucking turd is, is our going forward. Show, show Smash Brothers on the 3DS. Didn't they have... Is not the, the year that they set up the entire boost was literally just Breath of the Wild? Just like that's all they had? So they 2015? Just, I think that was 2016. Maybe. Because, you know, it comes did, out did, 2017. Right. So it was the did year Smash, before. Did Smash 4 have... Me Fighters? Was that a Smash 4 or a Smash Ultimate Invention? I'm pretty sure that's Smash 4. Um, also, so, uh, Final Fantasy, what was it? God of War was 2016. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I, so that would have that would have meant 2015 was probably the year with the uh, Iwata Reggie fighting each other bit. For Smash 4 was 2014. So then I sit there and wonder what in the hell was 2015 for Nintendo? There was one year where they just had a bunch of weird little things that eventually turned into uh, Star Fox Zero. That might have been the year. And something else. I guess they could gas up Mario Maker. Also, you know, somewhere in there is uh, Animal Crossing Happy Home Director. That that is the year we had the... That Amiibo is the year we Festival, had the Nintendo. Right? We yeah. had the Nintendo Muppets that year. We had the Iwata and Reggie Muppets. Oh, that was neat. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember what the games were though. They did. Mm-hmm. They did reveal Star Fox then. Yeah, that makes sense because the Muppets were styled like they had the Star Fox Muppets as well. Yeah, and they also had already done those demos at an earlier E3. Right. But yeah, I don't know. E3 E3 was pretty great. You would see Microsoft make moves to get like big important reveals like Devil May Cry 5 and other things like that mm-hmm. because their first party offerings were not strong even by then. But you go further back and their first party offerings were really strong, you know. And they would get they would get the big guns out a lot of the time on Sony during a uh, 7th gen they'd lower a car onto a man and watch him die and the master chief would salute him yes and, and then the guy from top goes the narrative would be like you're not my wife anymore you just look like her and people are like did he run over his wife <laughs> what did that mean uh but yeah now i have a lot of positive memories about e3 but it hasn't been that in a while so. no yeah yeah like yeah. I, I would love i would love if if it if there was a law that you have to go and have a show. <laughs> or we disband your company. It will right. be yeah. dissolved. <laughs> like, no, you guys have to. We're, we're chaining you down. You're getting in this room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Uh, 
so Modus Games gutted Main Six, the team behind them's fighting herds, and all what? support for the game has ended. Like they fired all of them this week, and that publisher has another fighting game coming out soon, which sure seems like suspicious timing for things. That sucks. What the fuck? Yeah, they just got the, the fighting herds onto like the new consoles last year. Yeah, now that now they're dead. And there was even a season pass going, I thought. Like, I guess they must have just finished it. Yeah, I think they finished, and it's like, yeah, well, everybody got fucking fired. Don't, don't, don't sign your indie studio over to a publisher like this. They'll just kill you. Like, you can do work for them under for a game, but don't let yourself be owned by them. They're just going to kill you. <sighs> what the fuck? Yeah. This yeah. literally came out of nowhere. All right. Uh, Embra on a similar note, Embracer killed uh, the Danish 3D realms. What did they make? Uh, like, they what? made they made Ion Fury, I believe. Oh, what? Fuck. But they the new ones. Um, oh they also God. published Cultic from last year. Come on. I don't know what's happening to the other games that they had in development now. I guess the ones they were just publishing will probably be fine. I guess that explains why the next Iron Fury isn't made by them. Yeah, it's just... <sighs> yeah. This okay. Is... Yeah, it says here, in August 2021, 3D Realms Entertainment was acquired by Embracer Group. Their subsidiary, Saber Interactive. Thank you, Saber Interactive. We, we, we already talked about the, the Baldur's Gate thing, lay, layoffs related to that, right? Did that come up earlier no, in Baldur's no. Gate? Uh, no. um, according to people who work at Larian, like every single person who was on the Wizards of the Coast side of helping with development of Baldur's Gate 3 is gone. Oh, yeah. Hasbro is taking the hatchet so wait people who didn't work at larian but people who worked at wizards of yeah the people Coast? who were like people who are like we're helping you get these resources and helping you work out the mechanics of the of based on the tabletop game in your game like the people who worked for wizards of the coast and were in contact with larian to assist with development of Baldur's gate 3 in like a support role none of them are there anymore man this industry Cool. What a great uh, industry. The, the, I love the it. myth of the myth of meritocracy. Uh -huh. Where if you're successful, you obviously won't be fired for absolutely no reason because an ex an executive decided you didn't make money in a way they liked. <laughs> it would actually if we had a supercomputer that was solely motivated by profit, it would indeed be superior to the current state of affairs. Because at least it would, at least then you could say, well, it, it, it's ruthlessly motivated by profit instead of a human being who is motivated by profit, but only if it, in a way that makes them right. Man, uh, also, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Also, The Last of Us multiplayer is canceled for real now. Yeah. So that's good because, oh boy. Man. Na Naughty Dog came out and said, we're ceasing development. We can't make it and make something else. That's wow, man. That's wow. the thing you should have known three years ago when you made this decision. I could have told you, and I don't work in games, right? 
How? Why is this so hard? How? Why is this so hard? I, I constantly sit here and see these news stories about fucking game developers stating the fucking obvious years into a project. Oh, geez. I didn't realize that the COVID spike wouldn't just continue until magical beings <laughs> descended from the heavens and gave us money because that's the only place it can reasonably come from if you extrapolate that line even five years out. Yeah, I don't... I can't, I can't believe it. Like, that they have... That that's what they said. Like, anyone would know that. Hmm... Once again, good. I'm glad. It was yeah. obviously a waste of effort. It was. We should have made a conservative multiplayer mode that people would have loved and enjoyed. Even I would have been happy for that. I enjoyed the Last of Us 1's multiplayer. This entire thing was a mistake from the beginning. Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't at any point in these three years just get scrapped and turned into the super conservative just like, here it is as a game update. Uh, you can... Yeah. You can just have these maps and play with your friends. So we had two paths in front of us. Become a solely live service game studio or continue to focus on single player narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage. What a quote. I wonder why Jim's getting kicked out from all these studios who internally keep saying, apparently, because it's been leaking, that they don't want to turn their entire studio into a fucking live service studio. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, what a, what a concept. Would we have had Ghost of Tsushima 2 by now if Jim Ryan wasn't like, you need to be making two games and one of those is a live service game and should get all your staff? Yeah. God. What idiots. They were on such a good roll. They had such good momentum and they could have built up on yeah, that. All they, all they needed to do with the PS5 was expand in, in more limited ways and be like, you're bringing back our old IPs. You're making new IPs that target people different from, than the high fidelity prestige TV style <sighs> IPs that defined us in the PS4 gen. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. we could we still have those people making those, but we expand our demographic. You know, like Nintendo did over the past three years and kicked the shit out of us. Yeah. Did you know there are a lot of price points between zero and $70? Did you know you could have had any $70? Number? No, no. No, to $70. We could get $70? Okay, real, one second. Name a number lower than 70. Oh, I can't do that. Jesus. No. $69.99. <laughs> Dan, the mistake in your math here is that you're aiming for a price factor that is below what it is possible to get. Which is $70. Oh, but free is okay. No, $70. <laughs> You're making a lot of live service games or you're intending to sell them for $70. It's, oh, no, it, that's infinite it, money. They will it, make it, all money it, forever because... It, it also seems like they intended to sell all every single one of these for $70. Yeah, no, I, I fully believe that after Destruction All-Stars and their thoughts on how that should work. It'll take them getting days before launch and being like, oh, here's the price. And then everyone yelling at them <laughs> for them to realize, oh, this might not After work. After hearing consumer feedback that $70 is, quote, a lot of money for this piece of fucking shit. <laughs> we've decided to lower the price of Destruction All-Stars. I guess. To free. <laughs> to Can you even buy Destruction All-Stars? Like, is you that could after launch, yeah. 
you can you can still buy it. It's like twenty bucks. Unlike the but, crew, which is now no longer it, we didn't existing. Talk about that, no, yeah. we didn't. We didn't talk about guys. They're taking away the crew. Yeah, it's over. That sucks. That game was neat. That was neat. Didn't they? Didn't they just release a, a new version of that last year? Didn't no this year? Didn't Ubisoft send a version out to get killed like uh, two months ago? They yeah. did the Crew Motorfest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the one that wishes it was Forza Horizon. Well, Forza Motorsport wishes it was dead. <laughs> <sighs> I hate this fucking industry. I'm so yeah. tired. I used to like. Like AAA games, I mostly dislike them during Seventh Gen because they ran bad and they were pretty short. Um, which not as short as I thought, evidently. No, I've been finding out every Friday. <laughs> uh, it's so depressing now that the reasons to dislike it, it's like, oh, these games could run well, but unfortunately, this entire industry is mostly not shipping anything and falling apart at the seams. And when they do ship things, they're nowhere near done. Because once again, Chris could have gotten Star Wars at launch for $70. Mm-hmm. But instead, he waited until it was, what, $20, $30? How uh, much $27.50 is what I got it for. And it, it had the 60 frames per second mode in it now. Yeah, I like, again, 2024, my big resolution is like, unless we're covering it as a spoiler yeah. cast, I'm not buying a game at launch. Yeah, at There's some point. There's no reason you spend the most money for the worst experience. You have created the worst fucking possible dichotomy for yourself game industry and as, if people internalize what you've built it's gonna get real bad for you yeah i'm starting to get to the point where it's like hey guys new rule december games don't exist because they're 70 dollars in december yeah like for game like, of the year just it's at least grand blue is 50 that's something yeah yeah that's something and let like, me be real it wasn't gonna show up on my top 10 this no, year's too good for no. it to show up on my top 10 like uh, there's so many things coming out in the first three months of next year and it's like final fantasy 7 rebirth is important for me to not have twitter tell me what's in that game so i have to buy it at launch which they will do within the hour <laughs> that that's why i'm going social media blackout when that game comes out mm-hmm. and other like and maybe dragon's dogma 2 the next month but like i can wait on like a dragon i can wait on Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. I can wait on Tekken 8. I can wait on all of this shit. I can wait on Rise of the Ronin. That's a Sony thing. It's going to be fine. It doesn't need me there to help it. Yeah, it's even crazier because gamers have larger backlogs than they've ever had before. Like, just me personally, like, there's plenty of games I would rather go play right now than I could. Then, I like, mean, something we just had a great year. We so just had a great year, but we also had many great years before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's not yeah. just new games now. We're in this new, brave new world where people are bringing over games you never got right. in the day. Like, mm-hmm. I have the Marl Kingdom Chronicles on my shelf right now, that thing Nipponichi Software of America put out, with which is two games that never even got localized. So, yeah, um... Anyways, I don't know how we got to this rant yet again, but hey, game devs, new goal for 2024, finish your goddamn games. Convince your publisher to let you finish your goddamn games. Dragon Age, try to exist. <laughs> no, maybe don't. Man. Maybe just go away. Maybe just work on Mass no. Effect. <laughs> That's what they should do, They should, but they can't. They'll, they'll ship the worst game ever made before they <laughs> give up on Dragon Age. I think the I studio... Mean, you're right. Like, at this point, I'm just convinced the studio's going down. I mean, yeah. Dragon Age is more. Dragon Age is a bigger franchise than Mass Effect. 
Is it? Yes, it's oh, always wow. sold more because it's a fantasy thing that is that does is not a military gun sci-fi shooter. Sci-fi not actually that popular overall. There's a reason the sci-fi ghetto exists as a term. Yeah, but Mass Effect is conservative, as you said. So I figured. Yeah, you but got... but it has but it has gay people in it, so no conservative identifies it. Shepard can look at the camera and say a direct quote from George W. Bush like every three hours, and they will still never understand because in the background, two women are kissing. Wait, no, two women kissing is straight, though. <laughs> Not in 2008, it wasn't. You're trying to trick me. <laughs> but yeah, Dragon Age has always sold better. I think Dragon Age pushed like three, four million an entry, and, and Mass Effect was like two, three. No way. That's what? crazy. Yeah. Huh. So Especially you fantasy games do better. Dragon Age games were. You, so you're telling me we can combine Nobody all cares the Dragon Age play of Dragon Age games. We can combine all the Dragon Age sales and all the Mass Effect sales and put them together and they wouldn't sell as good as one Mario Kart. <laughs> you could put most games ever made together and they would not. <laughs> I, I like you could take not the top, not top sellers, but I bet you could pick 50.0001% of all games ever made. And there's some, and it would make be less sales than Mario Kart 8. I don't doubt that for a second. There are a lot of games on the PlayStation Network <laughs> that are just <laughs> trash. Half of ga all games ever doesn't even break into, like, you made a millionth as much money as Mario Kart. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways... We gotta end this episode eventually. Yeah. I think we got all the news, though. I think with us getting those things in at the, the very end, we got all the news. What's up, Bob? You just thinking about how great this industry is? Yeah, I was thinking about how great that was to go through. I'm, I, you know, I'm glad that Naughty Dog is moving on. Yeah. I really hope they aren't moving on to Last of Us 3, because they might just be like, well, we have all the assets. They're already working on it. They've already cast yeah, people. Of course, it's over. But hey, at least at least we'll get that that sci-fi thing they're working on. That'll probably make me hate it more than anything I've ever hated anything. Because Mass Effect without camp sounds like the absolute worst experience in human history. Oof. And maybe Naughty Dog can surprise and be like, we, 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 we can do fucking camp. We're not all up our own ass. Right? I was like, the Uncharted games are right there. They're, they're pretty campy. They, if, you're, they, you, if you're doing a sci-fi thing, it should definitely be way closer than that than The Last of Us. But yeah, who knows? Well, I mean, in my head, Naughty Dog makes an outer space game. It's just the movie Interstellar. Right? No. No. Please, no. It's not? Which one is which one is Interstellar? No, that's, that's not the Ma that's not the crack the crackhead one, is it? No, it's the Matthew McConaughey thing. You know, made okay. by the guy who made uh, the Batman trilogy. Yeah, I don't I don't hate okay. Interstellar okay. or anything. Okay. I just I I, I I always get Interstellar mixed up with the with the thing, the Wachowski thing that's like the space fairy tale. Oh is that Jupiter Ascending? Yes. I think so. Or yeah. Rising? Jupiter Rising? No, I think it. Is it rising? I think it's One ascending. of these is a game and the other's oh, the no. movie. That's what's happening right now. And no one's talking uh, about gravity. <laughs> uh, uh, here, here's one tiny little news thing I want us to say. Uh, Sega has announced that sales for the Persona 5 series have surpassed 10 million units. That's not a fucking thing, assholes. I mean, they made a series of games. Different games that, that's multiple games in different genres. 
they're shut, all labeled shut. Persona Five. Yeah. Yeah. Would you would you, you prefer so they're called the Persona Five family? Persona series, sure, but when you get down to like, well, we we included the sales of the dancing game in with the RPGs. I just just something about that is like, it, it's that thing I hate when when studios are like, our movie made the most mo money for an opening day Tuesday in February when it was raining. In states where, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's gonna do it for this episode of Big Thing to Mention. Uh, Bob, I hear we're one hundred percenting Mario Sunshine tomorrow. Allegedly, unfortunately. Oh man, are you? Oh no. Oh mm. god, you have to collect so many blue coins. Yep, that's what I hear. We're gonna get the strategy guide out. We're gonna look at it. We're gonna oh, is, look at all these coins we gotta get. Is Spiff gonna be there, like looking happier than he's ever looked in his life? Probably the smug son of a bitch. <laughs> The only happier time will be the Xenogear stream. <laughs> and then he'll die. Uh, we're also going to have some Hawaiian barbecue and some Hawaiian shirts to go along with the festive stream. I'm very excited for it. <laughs> see, see, in Florida, wearing a Hawaiian shirt was either ironic or you were a tourist. In where you are now, you're just an asshole. <laughs> I'll have you know, as a Floridian, that didn't change. <laughs> imagining you and bob in hawaiian shirts at cookout at 4 a.m <laughs> i mean that might happen <laughs> look they already treat me in the drive through speaker like i'm an asshole just for ordering food from them right they're yeah, already so yes, extremely I'll have, rude <laughs> i'll have eight quesadillas you know i'll squeeze the story in at the end so we go there okay uh, I think that was just me and spiff you didn't yeah you didn't come for that trip so me and spiff go to cookout it's like I don't know, half an hour before they close. We go to the drive-thru. They're like, hey, do you want? What do you want? We figure it out. And then I go, okay, we're ready to order. And she goes, what do you want? And I'm like, can we get an eggnog milkshake? And she's like, we don't have ice cream. And I'm like, oh, shit, one sec. Okay, can we get a peanut butter fudge ice cream? I, I said we don't have ice cream. Uh, oh, I wasn't trying to order ice cream. I was trying to order the uh, peanut butter fudge cheesecake. Did I say that right? You, no, you said it wrong. No, I you said, said it ice wrong. cream. Anyway, I said it correctly in the moment. Other people were with me. They can confirm. I said cheesecake. She said I'm fucking pissed that I thought I was getting by on a rule that cheesecake isn't ice cream. She was livid. And I'm just like, okay, okay. Anyways, and a hot dog. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> they hate you. They want you to die. If you were shot to death in cookouts drive through they'd be like, thank you. And then they would give the person who shot you free ice cream that they lied about not being able to make. That's the yeah, that, sure how, that sure seems to be that sure seems to be how really good fast food places are. Where it's like, man, you have the worst customer service in the entire world because you can get away with it. Yeah, it's really weird because Niceville would a lot of the places would have bad customer service and bad food, mm -hmm. whereas here it's it's either both is fine or bad customer service and great food. So you know, it's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. Uh, but yeah, anyways. Mario Sunshine 100% streaming uh, that's it for a bit any day now I might go live and be like this is my death stream of Star Wars and play three hours and be like I fucking hate this <laughs> turn off the stream <laughs> it's very possible this is not different enough goodbye and then I turn <laughs> off the stream uh, Chris what do you got going on 
on Saturday, I'm going to do a baby stream. And by baby stream, I mean literal babies because I'm going to play Rugrats The Search for Reptar yeah. and Rugrats Studio Tour, the sequel to Rugrats Search oh for Reptar, God. both on the PS1, made by the same developer in space. I have never played a Rugrats Studio Tour, but I, I, I played Search for Reptar many, many times because it was a Christmas gift from an uncle who barely knew what video games were. And maybe at fucking Dan's insistence at some point after that in the future, beyond that, I will do the stream where I play one hour of a bunch of horrible Simpsons games. Yes. And, in which you can give me money to add virtual part to the list. <laughs> you don't know if it's going to be played, but it's on the list. It's on the list. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> I will play virtual Bart for one hour or more, depending on how much money is pumped into the meter. Jesus Christ. An hour in virtual Bart. That sounds like hell. It does. Uh, oh, uh, I guess the last bit of news. Uh, the N64 Mr. Core has 100% bootable support. So every wow. game works. Uh, there might be glitches. Still need to figure that out. That one feature that wasn't there before is now fully functional. So if you have Mr., feel free to try the N64 Core. Yeah, we did boot up Goemon. It worked. Yeah, and we, we booted played up. all the way through Bomberman 64. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I think like they claimed that now every game every like game released at retail will boot mm -hmm. will, like, yeah, will run. it's 100 percent bootable whether it has Man, problems after that that's something else the only the only thing left is i we need a p a real ps2 solution that is talking about a ps2 modded bob and i have a ps2 hdmi mod and that works great right bob uh... or, or or buy or buy a upscaler of some sort we need the PS2 FPGA console, I would be willing to pay up to $800 for one of those. Me too. Yep. It's almost like somebody should be working on that right now. I know it's a gargantuan project, but hey, you have a lot of guaranteed sales forever. Uh, hey, Dr. Agar, what do you got going on? I think I'm going to head myself over to the dark web and see if I can't hire a cabal of ruthless internet lawyers to... See if there's some kind of loophole by which I can acquire the rights to E3's branding and uh, have myself a powwow. Now, now, see, here's what you do, Agro. You contact someone else and say you already have the rights, and for oh. this amount of Bitcoin delivered to this address, they can have the rights. <laughs> and I do that to, like, two other guys, and when they get there, there's just a box with two knives in it. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Big Think Dimension. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. very much for listening to this episode of Big Think Dimension. Big Think Dimension is only possible because of you and your support over at patreon.com slash gbpodcast where you can get a lot of content. We got it. Just, just, it flows like rivers over there. It's a world of pure imagination over at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Anything is possible over at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Welcome to you at patreon.com slash gbpodcast.